This is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels, former TNA X Division Champion and former TNA World Tag Team Champion, and you are listening to the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Enjoy. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 94 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Klein Jr. Here with me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, we're continuing on with the AJ Styles NWA World Heavyweight Championship reign. Because last week, he retained over one of the challengers that have tried to step up around the truth killings. And this week is perhaps... The biggest challenge of them all, it's going to be AJ Styles defending against Raven. Dallas, do you think that this is the week where Raven will finally achieve his destiny? Bob, it was time a year ago. No kidding. You know, we can dream, but it is very deflating how often we have had to talk about Raven's uh, destiny and then it not being fulfilled. So I don't know. I like as much as I want it to be like, is it are the rumors of uh, Jeff Jarrett going to need to be taken? Are they just going to bait and switch us? Jeff Jarrett's going to come win it back instead right away instead of waiting till we get a little bit closer to this Fox sports net deal. I don't know, man. Well, we had said that the next time that uh, Raven gets a title match, he better win it. I I feel like he's got to. Or you know what? If not, just fire him. Like, what are you doing? Just get rid of him. Yeah, well, because you're wasting him. I mean, this is honestly at this probably He ain't going to go back to work on Sunday Night Heat at this point. So, no. I mean, he's probably doing fine here. Especially yeah. this late in his career. I mean, he's he's not he's not uh, AJ Styles early in his career anymore so uh, i mean i'm joking of course i'm on raven there but i don't know it just sucks so i don't know man i uh i think it'd be awesome do i have high hopes for it not really you don't think the match is gonna be good oh no i think the match is gonna be good i I high hopes as far as him winning oh okay uh no uh raven and come on i mean that how can how can we not assume that that's going to be a pretty good match yeah. Uh, how dare I assume that he would just do garbage wrestling and not be entertaining? It's great. Right. But hey, uh, sp- Bob, speaking of garbage wrestling. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, there there was some of it on last week's show. I mean, overall, we did like it. But And I and I might be jumping the gun. You might have been saying, about to say something else, but I was just opening up the match card. And that that nightstick on a pole match. I knew. I, would, I... I was just reminded of it. I mean, well, it reminded you of the Knights they got a pole match. Well, because I got I pulled it up and I saw it and I was like, oh my god, that match was very bad. Yeah, it was not great. I mean, Andrew Thomas had to stand on the ring steps and hold his arm in the air and said that if you were to climb the pole and touch the top of it, then you could take it out of his then hand. Then you could take it out of his hand because it <laughs> it fell at least three times in the match. 
Yeah, they have not had good luck with like keeping things above the ring. Right, the ultimate axe. Yeah. Hey, they did fix that the second time though. They did. Yeah. But that yeah, that's very true. And they and over the next you know several years they figure out even better ways of uh, keeping it from falling down. Right, right. And it, it only gets it only goes up from here. Uh, but yeah, in in that um, nightstick on a pole match, that was where Dallas and Kid Cash retained the titles against D'Lo and Apollo, which is a tag team that I could truly live without. But we we keep getting it. Um, but you know that's fine. But we also got a little bit of a teaser for the World X Cup uh, that's coming up, which actually we're a little bit more excited about this time. If we can get through more than the first Super X Cup. And it's not just thumbs down. I think it's a win. So, um, and this is where the new new team NWA, and I say new because Christopher Daniels has replaced Sanjay Dutt uh, to team with Saban, Skipper, and Jerry Lynn defeated Team AAA, which is of course Abismo Negro, Heavy Metal, Hector Garza, and Mr. Aguila. Uh, and I think that match was fine if I remember correctly. Maybe yeah, I'm wrong. that that wasn't too bad. Uh, Sabu defeated Abyss by disqualification. Then we had the the mixed six-person tag team match where Desire made her in-ring return after breaking her back last year to team with Sonny Siaki and, well, it's not Simon Diamond. It's not Simon Diamond. He's transformed. It's Irish Pat Kenny. That's right. And I have a note. We're going to discuss that in just now. A I'm looking forward to note to the note because I don't. I want to know the true context behind it. But it is important to note that he did, in fact, still wrestle in his Simon Diamond gear. Right. Uh, and they defeated Glenn Gilberti, Trinity, and Johnny Swinger. Which during the show, Bob, I will. I just met Johnny Swinger, and I will talk about uh, my encounter with the Swingman during today's show. Because why not? And you but. definitely didn't meet him over like a month and a half ago no and you if you're a fan and you follow us over on our twitter page at cross the line tna by the way give us a follow you won't regret it i posted some pictures of him and some other tna alum that i uh met that day and are you gonna have to scroll down real far to find yeah it? yeah if you didn't yeah. see it yeah you're gonna have to you're gonna have to scroll for a bit like mid-march sure that could potentially be it. Maybe was it March thirteenth? Maybe. I don't know. Is this coming out on May fifth or May whatever May sixth, whatever it is? Is it leap year? Maybe. Yeah. So this episode will be out May sixth. But May 6th. stay tuned. We will be adjusting our programming in a few in like a month. Yeah. And we'll talk about that as we get closer. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, and anyways, continuing on the card here, Raven defeated James Storm. And then, of course, as Bob mentioned, AJ Styles defeated Ron Killings to retain the NWA heavyweight title. So not not a bad show, really, especially even on paper. I mean, if you pretend that there wasn't a on a pole match, pretty pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. But and I also kind of want to know with AJ Styles and Ron Killings is that the fans back on April 21st for that cage match definitely wanted Ron Killings to win the championship, to be the guy to fight Jeff Jarrett in the cage. Right. So when they went with AJ, it was kind of like, a, what? Why are we doing that? So that's, I'm assuming that is why they went with AJ and Ron as the first. Yeah, I think so. First match, because I think they kind of heard the crowd like, oh, okay, well, let's go. So 
the only thing that kind of is a bummer about that is being the first to meet like solidified the fact he wasn't going to win. Uh, yeah. Well, they did a, didn't they do a double pin for like a, a second and then they're like, Oh, restart. And then AJ. Yes. Won. Yes. Yeah. And you know, we'll, we will talk about those details uh, here in a minute, yeah. but yes, it was yeah. ended up restarting. And then it was like, Bob was about to flip his computer. Dude, like, I'm telling you, the done. amount of ti- the amount of times that I've seen Andrew Thomas and Rudy Charles slide into the ring on opposite ends and do <laughs> one, two, three, what? This like, one actually, I feel like they timed it better. Like they're getting better at doing this bullshit, but they keep doing it. Well, and I think what happened last week was like Andrew Thomas was on the ground, but on the same side of the aisle. So when he got in, Rudy Charles. I guess kind of ran by him, slid by him, and was counting the shoulders of like AJ or whatever. And Andrew Thomas was doing Ron's on the left side. Yeah, it was weird. So like that was okay, but the fact that you, you know, we've been in the asylum now for two years, and we've seen the same finishes multiple times, right? To the point that we remember them. That's tough. And I'm sure with the live yeah. crowd, that's like, dude, really? You're insulting us. And I feel like to a certain extent, too, they kind of did this back when it was just Memphis wrestling. Like they right. would do the same finishes over and over and over again. Right. Uh, I, ca- I can't remember what else we exactly know for tonight's show before that, st- besides the Styles Ravens match. I do believe that we do know about the beginning of the best of three series between Sanjay Dutt and Amazing Red. And the winner will be the number one contender for the X Division title. But we do know that starting tonight. Um, well, didn't they wrestle on Explosion too recently? Uh, you know what? I can't remember off the top of my head. I let me see if I got that um, pulled up here. I wonder if that. See, I wish if we had Explosion. Oh, you know what though? Was that one of the ones where we were like, "Oh, that's wrong. Like that's not real," because it was like on like Cage Match or something. Oh, maybe. I think okay, that well, might have been. We might have gotten faked out there. Okay, so let's say let's say it was real though. I wonder that if they did Russell on Explosion, if this best of three series came out of that. Yeah, I mean that's a really great point. But we won't know. Maybe maybe we'll find out like on the show, like oh on Explosion, this is what happened. That could happen too. Absolutely. And I think a best of three between them should be good. Yeah, I think I think so. I don't know how you can really go wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hopeful for it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I think today's show's going to be pretty good. Uh, unfortunately, my notes just, uh, but it's not working. So I got to pull those up a different way, which is really silly. Um, but your notes app is not working. Yeah, dude, it's like it's like done. It's like it's loading, but it's not loading. And we're live, pal. So I'm not editing this shit. I'm sorry, pal. We're live. We're live, pal. Because guess what? We don't need to edit it because I got it pulled up right over here. Perfect. That's how we work here, guys. That's how you. That's what you call filling dead air. Filling dead air, and like, what's the point in cutting that? Because you get to hear me and Bob Bicker for an extra thirty seconds. That's right. Okay, so listen, Bob. We got. I want to talk about last week's stuff, and then there's a little bit about the TV deal that I'd like well, to discuss. Well, wait, wait a minute. Before you get, into, and I'm sure you're going to make note of it, but our boy Eric Watts returned too. By the way. Oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, all right. I just want to make sure that we, you know, we we throw it out there, like, hey guys, we didn't forget. You're it. right. E Dub's back, dude. E Dub's back, baby. Eric yeah. from WCW has returned yep. to the asylum. Does it get any better? No. We've peaked. 
Well, the thing that's kind of funny about this is, like, we couldn't stand him for a while. And, like, yep. right when he was, like, leaving, it was like, oh, damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of getting used to him being around. Yeah, he grew on us. So that was actually kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's back. So that is actually pretty exciting. We got, uh, but we got what's a, he going to do? We got a TV deal. You know what that means? We need E-dubs. We need E-dub. Get those ratings, baby. That's right. You know it. I'm looking forward to a lot of these like notes that you, you might have because like I need I need to know I need to know like the rationale potentially behind some of this stuff. Well, we do actually. Luckily, we do have a bit of an explanation about the Simon Diamond name change, which is more than I was I was expecting to be honest. Because I do feel like there tends to be a lack of explanation with a lot of things, which is sure. fine. Because um, in, in once again, and I I have to say it, I feel like every time now. Johnny Fairplay thinks it's our opinion. This is from the Observer newsletter. It's all rumors. Nothing in here is necessarily factual. However, Dave reports on what he's told, so you never know. Yeah, that's still rumor. It's still rumor, exactly. Unless the company says it, I guess. Exactly. Uh, which is really, I mean, that's a, a big thing when we kind of talk about our TV stuff, but... Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to touch on the TV stuff uh, in, in just a few minutes here, but first we're going to talk about last week. A little bit more detail than we just did. So, uh, if you remember, Bob, the crowd did drop to around 700 last week. Uh, with about two-thirds paper. So, not looking great. Um, now, we gave it a thumbs up. We enjoyed last week's show. What do you think that the readers thought about last week's show? Uh, I'm going to say they went thumbs down. Well, you were close. They went in the middle. 60% of readers voted thumbs in the middle. 25% voted thumbs down and 15% voted thumbs up. So, you know, I mean, that's where we're at. Um, now, Dave does note, though, this was one of the lowest level of responses to a show in nearly the two-year history of the promotion. You know, for some reason, that doesn't really surprise me. Yeah, dude, I mean, it's... Would you, would you like to guess on the number of people that voted? Eight. No, it's more than that. Fourteen. Nope. Twenty-eight. Nope, too high. Twenty people. Twenty people. Twenty people voted. That's insane. <laughs> I I think it's I think honestly it's a I I think a good part of it is uh, the main event is kind of weak because I mean Ron is coming out of really nowhere. Right, right. I think that's a fair point. To challenge. So I think that I think for a lot of viewers, and I for myself as well, out of all the challengers that there were or are for AJ, Ron is clearly the weakest one. So you might be like, I'm going to skip it. And then when you see that it's AJ Raven this week, you're probably like, okay, good thing I skipped that one because now I got Raven. Right. I think that's, that's a pretty fair and, point. And as you noted, anytime... Well, I would say more times than not, when it's the first challenger, they are not going to win. Yeah, yeah. Or, Especially or the, when you know there's going to the be the first more. match of that challenger, they're not going to win. Right. Right. So. Well, here's what it is, I guess. Uh, what do you think got voted on as the best match of last week's show? Uh, the eight-man opening match. Yeah, Team NWA versus Team AAA was voted on as the best match. Second place was AJ and Ron Killings, though. And what about the worst match? 
Uh, the nightstick on a pole. Shockingly, no. Is it the six inner, the six person intergender yeah. match then? I see. Yes. I, I was gonna say that, but the nightstick match. That, that's we do. That's it was a mess. Uh, and kind of, we can kind of go into some of this messy details here. So, uh, Dave notes that the show had its problems with some technical malfunctions and both sloppy wrestling and non-thinking. So he's pretty critical this week. Usually he's a little bit more fair, but uh, well, he is being fair, honestly. Uh, that's what I, I mean. I should say that uh, they did an unadvertised NWA title match with Styles over Killings. Match wasn't bad, but came off as rushed as they did a double-pin finish after a ref bump in just nine minutes and five seconds. Vince Russo then ordered that restart, and Styles got the pin with a cradle in 33 seconds. Then after the match, Raven jumped Styles since they were doing the title match on May 5th and left Styles laying after the even flow DDT or the Raven effect. Now, that's a really good note to have there because we didn't know it was AJ and Ron to begin with. So you're going into the show, or last week's show, with an Unad- you, you had no title match advertised. So that might be another reason why people didn't bother to tune in or pay for it because they didn't know. Or go to the show. Or go, right. Yeah, so that's even more interesting. That's probably what it is more so than Ron being a weak challenger. I think so. You don't even know who the who the guy was going to be. Yeah, and I actually did kind of forget that Styles was left laying out, which is actually a, um, an interesting way to end the show. Raven was standing tall over Styles at the end. Right. Um, so we already know that Raven defeated James Storm, and that was after Kid Cash and Dallas came out, which does seem to set up Cash and Dallas versus America's Most Wanted, which was very much hinted at during the show, I think. Well, the interaction between Cash and Storm backstage in that promo. I mean, absolutely. How do... I mean, Cash is like, we're gonna, we're going to be the greatest tag team or whatever. Right. You're, you're already setting for that. You're already setting that up. Uh, Jarrett did a promo saying that he has a return NWA title clause, but wasn't going to let anyone know when he would ask for his return match. Dave notes he's guessing they'll wait just before the TV gets started and when he'll get his shot and then get it back. So we will see if that comes true. I'm not 100%. So that would be what, June 2nd then? Uh, Yeah, I don't think we have the official, official date, but yeah, we know, of course, but... Uh, Eric Watts returned, as Bob mentioned, and uh, Abyss was disqualified in that match against Sabu because Watts came out to make the save. And then uh, Watts and Goldilocks had words later in the show. Abyss chokeslammed Watts through a table outside of the building. So we're getting some Abyss and Eric Watts uh, feud again. Oh, yeah. Of course, this time Goldilocks is the weird, like, crazy manager to Abyss, so it's kind of an interesting little twist, I guess. Okay, so... Simon Diamond. Well, as we have said already, he has changed his ring name to Irish Pat Kenny. So Dave goes on to say, at least as of now, he's still working everywhere else under his old name. Uh, Pat Kenny is his real name, and he is Irish. Uh, He said he never wanted to be Simon Diamond, and it was a name given to him. Uh, The name was Jeff Jarrett's idea, and is right out of the the 60s in names like, like Irish Pat Kenny. And then he goes on to, like, n- name some other people, like Irish Patty Barrett and stuff like that. So uh, this was Jeff Jarrett's idea. Now, it's noted that uh, our buddy Pat Kenny wasn't thrilled with the idea, but recognized that it's his job to do what the boss says as best he can. He did a great promo setting up the name change and tried to work an old-school babyface, but the people still didn't care. Mm. 
that Siaki and Diamond versus Gilberti and Swinger Feud has been death, Dave says, which it is kind of dragged out at this point, but, yeah. you know. Well, the, the heat's on Kenny and Swinger, and when you've added now four other, well, and I guess Desire coming back from the back, so Desire and Trinity. So now you're watering it down with Siaki and Gilberti, who aren't adding anything to the feud. If this was maybe now just Kenny and Desire against Swinger and Trinity, there might be more interest in it. But you're I agree of, with that. It's being watered down a little bit. I agree with that, though, yep. Uh, and, and officially, Swinger, Gilberti, and Trinity are known as the NYC, the New York Connection. So that's official. It's like an official team name. Okay. It was highly hinted at before that they were all. Yeah, it was definitely suggested. But, yeah. but it's official. Um, they did an X Division match where the TNA squad, as he says, Skipper and Lynn and Daniels and Sabin went over Team AAA or Team Mexico of Garza, Negro, Aguila, and Metal. When Daniels cradled Aguila, now Dave notes that the match was sloppy in spots, but a but a good lucha style match with some hot dives out of the ring, with the exception of Garza slipping off the rope once and falling down, and Negro basically falling out of cinch and getting lost. Which, hate to say it, Abismo Negro there is uh, definitely the weakest of Team AAA. I would say. I would agree with that. And then, of course, the bout where Cash and Dallas kept the tag titles over D'Lo, Brown, and Apollo, and the nightstick on a pole match was a total disaster. And it was the <laughs> the the biggest technical uh, issue of the night, we'll say, right? The stick fell off the pole twice, and the guys simply ignored it and kept doing their planned high spots. <laughs> um, this made the match come off so badly when nobody realized the weapon was laying there on the ground, and it was silly to just continue doing high spots. They ended up changing the rules, and ref Andrew Thomas stood on the apron with the nightstick and would hand the stick to the first person to climb up and touch the top, which was Apollo. Uh, he got the stick, and but it wound up with Dallas hitting Apollo uh, with it after it became the hot potato stick. And then, of course, Cash cradled Apollo after. So, kind of messy last week. A little bit. Just a little bit. You know, I wonder if it was not voted the worst match because there was some comedic value to it. Well, that and I mean, they did do some decent moves. It was just like I couldn't overlook what was happening. Who who was it that was it Apollo? I feel like that climbed up and acted like he was going to get it, and he was like, "Wait a minute." And I think it might have been. And Andrew Thomas was like, "No, it's right here." Yeah, no, that was so it was so bad. Um, okay, so I do want to talk briefly on some more updates on the TV stuff. Now, before okay. I get into the the good TV stuff, I'll say, uh, I do want to touch briefly on what Brian Alvarez has to say. Now, I'm going to forewarn everyone, I am not reading this all, uh, because it's, honestly, uh, it was fucking brutal to read through, because all he does is shit on everything. Um, yeah, so I'm pulling out- I feel like that's his gimmick. It is, and I so I'm pulling out a couple highlights, um, okay. and and I'm going to end his note with something that I found very humorous when I was doing uh, the research here, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit more in depth, which Dave has way better and more fun information. But Alvarez is the title of the Figure Four Wrestling or whatever you want to call it. Number four hundred and sixty-three was TV situation could lead to end of TNA. <laughs> so, um. So he says, barren, unforeseen circumstances, NWA TNA should debut every Friday night on Fox Sports Net beginning in June. While the deal has not been announced publicly, FSN officials have spoken 
on the record about the possibility, even listing a potential start month and time. Now, we've we've kind of touched on this a, a bunch, of course. Uh, and TNA officials are stating privately that it's a done deal. The show will likely air at 3 p.m. Eastern. And since there isn't a separate East Coast and West Coast feed, that would mean noon on Friday on the West Coast. The other possibility is Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern slot or 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific, though that slot hinges on whether or not Panda is willing to pay extra for it. And yes, pay uh, is the keyword here, of course, because TNA is not getting free TV. They are buying programming from Fox Sports Net. Now I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Um, so how does how does TNA hope that TV will help business? Uh, Alvarez says that besides the new ad revenue, which they're hoping will be greater than the amount spent on programming, which is debatable and depends on how the ratings look, the idea is that folks watching the free TV will be compelled to buy the pay-per-views. As of now, the plan is to still run the Wednesday night shows as opposed to using TV to build to one big pay-per-view at the end of each month. So in other words, unless I'm totally mistaken, the new show is just going to be a glorified version of TNA Explosion aired to a much larger audience. Which is pretty interesting. And then he goes on to say, I mean, he, he, he completely rips it apart. And he basically, he even says at one point, I wouldn't even be watching this if I didn't have to. Um, and then he compares some stuff to ECW and this and that. But he ends it with an, a sentence that I found humorous. Uh, and of course, it's humorous with hindsight. And he says, perhaps I'm wrong, but everything historically points their first TV date being the countdown to extinction. And of course, we know that does not happen. But they've been, they've been going on for literally 20 years. They've they've out they've outlasted all the doubts, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Now, that's kind of like I said. He he dives in a lot more and kind of really nitpicks everything they're doing and kind of does like a background. And we've been covering that for months and months and months. And we've been covering the company for nearly two years now. So uh, I, I chose not to uh, read all of that here on air. But if you want to go to it, um, it was on the May 9th, two thousand four. Uh, figure four wrestling or whatever it's titled. Um, uh, and you can see that in the newsletter archives over on the website. Well, so I I have a question. What is so wrong with if it were to be a glorified version of Explosion? Yeah, I don't know, because I kind of think that is what it is, and I don't think that's a problem. Well, I mean, what's the big deal? I mean, you're, yeah, you're paying time to get on TV, but Explosion should be used and probably is used as a driving force to get your pay-per-views, to get your money. Yeah, so if they're planning to continue these Wednesday night shows, why not? I I would think that they, on a larger scale, will probably have at least one strong match. You know, like you know, even if you're just filling it with your X division guys. I agree. Have, like, oh hey, tonight on uh, on the show it's gonna be uh, Chris Sabin against uh, Sanjay Dutt. And then everything, and like you have three other squash matches. I feel like that's that's fine. Right now, no, would I, I would I anticipate like a Raven versus Ron Killings match on that show? Probably not. You probably want to save that for later later on down the line. But right, no, I totally agree with that. So I don't know. I personally don't really see an issue with it. But once again, you know what his his hatred kind of seems as if. Uh, He's like just doing it for clicks. No, I'm sure he is. And like 
dare I make this comparison right now? You probably know where I'm going, but who's another wrestling personality who seems to hate on things that really seems like it's for clicks? You're talking about Jim Cornette? Jim Cornette. Who has recently changed his 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 view on something, which is very bizarre. Well, here's the thing. Jim Cornette is absolutely 1,000% doing a character. Right. Like, there's no way that he's being legit. There's moments when you can tell he's being legit, but for the most part, when he's right, like, right. criticizing shows, he's it, it's the character Jim Cornette, not the actual, in my opinion, not the actual. I feel like that's the case too. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sometimes it's really hard to read Alvarez's opinions on this stuff because and honestly, I leave a lot of cuz he'll write something, right? Like interviews or like when he does the rash report. And then usually I leave them out. I usually don't say it on on air because it's just it's useless information. But he'll add his two cents. Like, "Oh, JB said this. Oh, well, that's really weird." And like just like stupid shit like that. Like it's like he's making commentary during in the paragraph. And I think with Dave Meltzer himself, he's like, okay, this is what I'm hearing. This is what's going on. I don't think that's a good idea, but the, the, and I feel like it's much more like professional usually, yeah. uh, at least in our case, especially, but at least that's, like I said, my observation. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm being uh, hypocritical because when I hate on TNA, I'm mostly doing it in comedy sense. Like Dale's, Dallas is it's very hard for Dallas to, I feel like to uh, hate anything TNA like he'll be even if it's something real bad he'll be like you know oh it was like decent in the, in the middle I mean there's been countless times where I've had to basically talk Dallas into giving it a thumbs down hey man if it was a good show yeah <laughs> well it's okay I'm surprised that Nightstick on a pole match wasn't like you know I mean it was bad but like that power slam was good so okay so know. moving on to the other TV stuff two, two and a half stars there's some pretty interesting names here, and we've we've kind of talked about them before, but they're getting brought up again. Uh, but we'll get there. Uh, so Dave, this is back to Dave Meltzer, uh, and if you're curious about this, just for fun, May 10th, 2004 is where you can read this. Uh, they are trying a lot of different ideas for when the TV starts, which at this point is scheduled for June. The current plan is to use a six-sided ring for all the matches on the TV show to give it a different look. Uh, he well, goes not on, on pay-per-view. It's not necessarily noted about that. So huh. uh, he goes on and says, I only hope they make sure. See, so actually the, he Dave kind of talks about it here. I only hope they make sure to get the ring to Nashville for a few weeks so everyone can practice because the worst possible idea is for everyone to use a new dimensioned ring that none have ever used for the first time on the first TV. Well, that's not true because Michael Shane and David Young did. Well, most of them. Okay. Well, he says everyone, but I mean, yeah. realistically, I mean, Jeff Jarrett's um, worked in one, Michael Shane, David Young, Abyss. Oh, right. Yeah, Abyss. Is. So there's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah, but. There's definitely a few. Uh, you know, I can't, I mean, I get it because I want to say that this, like, the six sided ring um, was definitely an attention grabber. And I don't want to be talking like, oh, hey, we don't know if it's like it's been 20 years. Like, I try sometimes to talk like you know, we don't know certain things, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it's unavoidable. I agree with you. Um, and I, I believe, I, and I think, and I think Jared's even said like that was the point was like 
when you're clicking through and you see this ring, like, oh, I haven't seen that before. You stick around. I feel like that played a part for me. I mean, obviously, I had watched TNA before any of this. Like, I watched the right, Ron but Cowan's I found Ken Shamrock match. I mean, it's still stuck with it. Still sticks with me of like you don't ever see that, and like it's very different. Um, I mean, a lot and, of people have hated it, or, or I mean, Hulk Hogan obviously hated, it, but I mean, even fans were like, "No, I never care. I didn't mind it." At, okay, I understand why wrestlers hate it because they, it's much harder work and it's, it's supposed it's, to. It's harder. Yeah. But I, I personally, as a fan, don't know how a fan could hate it. That I don't really get. Well, and then they do it um, really for the X Division guys because it gives them like more th- more things to jump off of or whatever. Like I wouldn't be can, surprised. I was just gonna I was just gonna mention I'm almost positive, and either you or someone else can correct me if I'm wrong, that Jarrett has mentioned before that it also kind of goes into like toys like they yes. did it because of merchandising. Yeah, no, he said that on the on his podcast. He on his podcast, like, I thought so. Yeah, because he was like, you know, yeah, you have these these WWE rings, but then you have this six sided ring that you know people don't know about. It's it's unique, and you have to be unique in order to get that toy space. Because like if you have one ring, if you have the WWE ring, and then you have another TNA ring, why would you have the TNA ring? You have the WWE ring, right? That that's been around forever. But here's this new new thing, right? People are going to be inclined maybe to try the new thing. So yeah, that's exactly what it is, Jim. Right? Probably yeah. That's I- what's- I'm pretty excited to see as it, as it gets introduced how we're going to see people learn how to you know kind of work around the ring being new to it. I think that's going to be kind of fun to see. I'm almost wondering if we're going to see it on the pay-per-views before the TV. I honestly don't know if that'd be a bad idea. I think that'd be smart. I think so, especially if you're worried about how well, Dave is saying he's worried about it, but like if they were worried about how they're going to work, you might as well get it in, get it on the weekly show, the pay per view. I think so. Before TV starts, it'd be silly. I think if you only have it on TV, I think you do it for both. You got to do both. That's that's a branding you, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know what? If a new viewer is watching it on TV and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we have a pay per view next Wednesday," and you're like, "Oh shit, okay." You buy the pay-per-view, and then you tune in, and it's like, wait, it's a four-sided ring. I didn't buy the show for a four-sided ring. I bought this because of the uniqueness of a six-sided ring. So then you're conflicting your view to your viewers. Like, what is this company? Absolutely. Um, okay, just a couple more um, things here, and then we can kind of get into the show. But they are trying to get some major names still, like Kevin Nash, or Randy Savage to come in when the TV starts, although nobody is confirmed. Now, on the April 28th show, so last week, Dutch Fantel scripted AJ Styles to bring vaguely up how people, how there were people who aren't even with the company that are asking for a shot at his title. So that was like a subtle hint of like, we're trying to bring some people in. Could you imagine if Randy Savage showed up on? The first TV show, and he's like, "AJ Styles, the NWA World Title." Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, now there is a lot of talk about dropping the TNA initials as well, and just oh. going with and just going with NWA, uh, because oh. you know the TNA initials were a haha for like tits and ass, as Vince Russo has said. I still am a firm believer. Damn it. 
that that's not true, but I mean it it kind of is true. Yeah, Rusa has confirmed that. Well, he said it on pay per view on the show well, during the sex angle. Oh. Oh, okay. I okay. I think he said it otherwise as well. I per- personally, I don't buy that it's legitimately that's why. Do I believe it was joked about? Absolutely. But I I just don't believe that Jarrett was like it's an ass pay per view. I, just I don't. don't think Jarrett. That's I think yeah. Jarrett was like, yeah, I told him I was like, okay, great. But Russo's probably like, I got him. Tits right. And ass. He ain't even picking up on it. Jarrett seems like the type of guy that wouldn't even know that's what it is. Well, so yeah, that's kind of what I mean. I definitely yeah. think that Russo's help or whoever they 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 knew what they were doing, but I don't believe that Jarrett was like, yeah, tits and ass. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I buy it. I don't even care if I, Jarrett if Jarrett on his podcast says, "Yeah, that's why." I still won't believe it. I'm sorry. I just don't. Yeah. But whatever. Um, that would be pretty uh, ridiculous if you are openly aware that your company's acronym is tits right. and ass, and you're just like, "Yeah, we'll go with it." Why not? It's yeah, funny. Yeah. Uh, and now this change, of course, is because uh, Dave says that I'm sure Fox Sports Net doesn't want it since they are demanding a clean show. Plus, the product is now going in a different direction, which we have. We've cleaned it up. We don't see actual boobs anymore. There's no dancers in cages. Um, it's been very little to no uh, blading. No blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've definitely cleaned it up. Well, you know, and I'm cussing. Kinda... Yeah, crap. Dang it. Right. Um, I'm kind of confused with how they're demanding a clean show. TNA's buying the time. Yeah, I know. I feel like they Uh, should. Hey, man, we're giving you, let's say, $15,000 a week. We should be able to do what we want. We're literally paying you for the time. And let's not forget, like a few weeks ago at this point, maybe even longer uh, on our show, we discussed how BG James got in trouble for saying, damn. And there's the show yeah. on Fox Sports Net. Right. The best, the best damn, damn sports, sports show. show. Yeah, but come on. It's silly. It's ridiculous. But we'll see what happens. Are we going to be just NWA? I don't know. Was Did he get in trouble by – he got in trouble by TNA, like the TNA officials, right? Not I think yes, yes. The TV guys. Right. So that might be just the TNA guy. Like, TNA being officials safe. Being very, yeah, very, very, like, aware and, like, don't say that, even though their like most popular show has the literal award in the title of the show. Right, I think that's kind of the case, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I think so too. So, whatever. Uh, and my final note here, uh, and then we will uh, talk about explosion very quick, and then get into the show. Uh, and this kind of goes bounces off of this as well. That's why I'm adding this into this part of the show. But there are a lot of changes being made regarding booking of contracted wrestlers. Once they start television, all talent under contract will now have to pay a 15% booking fee out of their independent income to the company. The company also has to whoa, be... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're hearing the that right. The talent is going to have to pay them 15% of the booking they get? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, the company also has to be informed of all indie bookings and that all promoters that use TNA wrestlers will have to pay half of the booking fee as a deposit up front at the time they request the booking, or the company will continue to attempt to book the talent elsewhere on that night. Now, I'm going to be cutting a, a bunch of this um, part out, because basically he kind of goes into, like, it's going to be interesting to see how this is handled. Um, 
No, but basically what it comes down to is the, is the end here. Ultimately, if the wrestlers are getting a second weekly date, the TV in Orlando every Thursday, at their current rate, then they are still, for the most part, going to be way ahead, even if they are giving up 15%. And I'm guessing most will be able to up their price that 15% and not lose any bookings anyways. So essentially, it's going to be, they're going to they're gonna charge more to make up the cost. To make up the difference. <clears throat> All right. Dallas, this is absolutely ridiculous. Now, I am no mathematician, so I had to take out my, my calculator and figure this out. And by calculator, I, mean, I typed it into Google search. So I remember when like this show first started that like you know the top guys were making fifteen hundred dollars or whatever and the lower guys were making like three hundred bucks. Right. So let's say that the these guys are making three hundred bucks on the Indies. You're telling me that the, that TNA is like listen here, Amazing Red. You can get that booking, but you got to give us forty five dollars. Yeah, and that's actually literally the example that's in here. Is it really? Yeah, three hundred fifty, and it's forty five dollars. It said, and Dave, it says it's only forty five dollars, so it's not really going to hurt them in getting the dates, anyways. Yeah, but don't, as a company, like I, I think it's weird. If too. I'm Jeff I Jarrett and I show up to the asylum and I'm like, "Hey, Red, where's that forty five bucks you owe me for that Ring of Honor show?" <laughs> no, well, <what? laughs> well, the thing is that they probably take it right because they have to do the deposit through TNA to do the booking, anyways. So they probably take the fifteen percent right away. Ah, uh, right. So they don't even. So they don't even see it. So it's not even like they're really. Lo- they just don't see it. So you're so basically. Amazing Red would probably have to up his price to like three fifty, three sixty to get to three hundred to make make up what's happening. Yeah. Which honestly. Do not support this TNA no, capitalism. No, I'm not. I'm not. Like, no. What I'm supporting is the fact that they could charge more because they're going to be on TV as well as these pay-per-views. So not that I agree with what they're they're taking, but I agree with that they should probably up their prices anyways. Sure, yeah. That's what I... So, like, them, the fact that they have to do that, uh, it sucks, of course, but at least, like, there's almost a reason for it, too. You know what I mean? If they do up their prices. And this is because of the TV deal. They're saying they're... This is just part of contracted wrestlers now. I, I don't think it's directly with the TV, you know, in, incorporated, but they're kind of with the contracts that they're signing people to. It's kind of what's happening. Okay. Because so I have like, a, I have like another kind of question example. So I, I don't know necessarily here in 2004, but let's say like 2000, a couple of years from now, right? So you have Ring of Honor and, and TNA. They right. both run the same venue. There's TNA guys on the Ring of Honor show. There's Ring of Honor guys on the TNA show. TNA has a TV deal. Ring of Honor doesn't. Ring of Honor is going to draw more people in that arena than TNA. And yet TNA is making there be a fee to use your talent when their own show or company doesn't draw more than the company that doesn't have the TV. Right. And I think think this kind of comes back to Vitam a little bit in the future. Oh, I think, yeah, I mean, it has to. I mean, yeah, some people, I mean, I th- I would assume that eventually, like, some people might lose some bookings. I mean, I we've seen TNA talent on shows, and we've seen them booked locally at, during, like, what, 2006, 2007 stuff. But, like, I still feel like it was a few and far between thing. I think, so, you know, it'll be, in, it'll be interesting with the indie notes moving forward. Right. 
to see how much that gets cut. Because like Christopher Daniels and guys are, but then again, I don't know who's. I mean, they're he's contracted. I would imagine. So I guess right. we'll, well, we'll be able to tell who's contracted and not. I think once we get to TV, everyone's going to be contracted. The majority, yeah. Um. Well, you know, another. Oh, that was sick. The. Uh, the. Uh, an example, Kurt Angle in 2015 or whatever it was, was going to work 2CW. And I remember talking to the promoter and he was like, well, I fell through because like TNA wanted to, they wanted a pretty good, they wanted a, a good percentage. Right. And it's just like, I can't, we're not going to do that. Right. And I think that happened a few other times as well. Mm-hmm. But they actually ended up doing it because like, it was profitable, I guess, but. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see that. I mean, I think it's absolutely ludicrous that <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, obviously, yeah. as you said, the deposit thing, so that wouldn't happen, but like to show up to the show and be like, hey, man. Hey, Red, um, get, get, get my 45 bucks. <laughs> what a joke. Yeah, it's it's uh, really, really interesting, nonetheless. But on that note, Bob, let's talk quickly on Explosion. Uh, and then we can get into the show. I'm dying to watch the show. I always am. I'm looking to K- forward to the main event. So. Right, so we got something to look forward to. Uh, according to Cage Match, this is Explosion number 78. And it was taped on May 5th, 2004, the same day as the show we're watching. And it aired on May 8th, 2004. And it featured the following four matches. Kid Cash in Dallas defeated Paul E. Normus and Johnny Parks. Then D-Ray 3000, who is Don Crisis. I don't know who that is necessarily, but someone else may. Uh, he defeated David Young. So there's David Young keeping up that losing streak, even on Explosion. Losing to D-Ray 3000? Yep. <laughs> then Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens, the Naturals, defeated Nate Webb and Johnny Curtis. The name should sound oh. familiar. Okay. I, had, I had a brief interaction with him as well at the, con- uh, the autograph signing it was at. Oh, you did? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, he he told, he wanted me and my buddy to he was like say hi to Bray for me. Well, I was in line for Trish Stratus, not Bray Wyatt. So I said if I ever get out of this Trish line, which I was in for four hours, right? And then we we joked back and forth about his dancing skills, which I said he's a very good dancer. Because wow. he said Johnny, he said Johnny Curtis being personable, I love it. Yeah, he. I actually. W- I wish I got a chance to get up and meet him because I actually do really like him. But I really like Johnny Curtis. I really do. Yeah. I liked him back when he was spilling milk over his head. Dude, yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh Don't my Cry God. over spilled milk. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, and the last match on Explosion was James Storm defeating Jared Steele. So that that's what I got before our show, Bob. All right. Well, I have one thing before we start, and we didn't, oh. didn't even note it uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, obviously, this is our oh my god is so far in advance. Yes. Of uh, real life happenings, but uh, just to give you guys context, and I don't think Dallas will yell at me this time because this is a serious matter. Uh, we're, we are recording this on March sixteenth. 2022 and obviously when you get this on may 6th do the math it's been several weeks over a month yeah it's been a while uh so i believe it was uh, the 14th right march 14th 
Yes. Yes. Uh, former TNA alum, WCW alum, and obviously WWE alum as well. Scott Hall uh, passed away. Uh, for- fortunately, we have not seen the last of Scott Hall here on this podcast. We will uh, down the line see him once again. But obviously, uh, very sad uh, news regarding his unfortunate passing from complications of hip surgery, which caused a blood clot, and then that led to three heart attacks. Um, say what you will about his personal life and previous decisions, but if you're going to bring that up uh, following a death, that's kind of, a, I feel, an inappropriate thing to do. Let's just right. remember the good from Scott Hall. One of the most uh, charismatic wrestlers and a guy that I thoroughly enjoyed throughout his run, whether it be in any of the promotions that I previously mentioned. Um, And I am glad that we will be able to enjoy more of his work still on this podcast, even if it's um, years between uh, appearances. Right. And uh, I mean, yeah, dude, it's crazy. Of all of all things, like the sur- the complication of the surgery, man, I mean, that just it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I'm also glad that we get to see him now. You know, is he is he in his prime in TNA at all? No. But you know what? He still is entertaining. Yes. And I, to be honest, uh, some of the stuff coming up is stuff I really get a kick out of. And I really cannot wait to uh, cover it uh, on the show. And we'll be seeing some of that literally by the end of this year. Um, so I'm actually really looking forward to that as well. And, you know, we, we do have a bunch of um, moments left with Scott Hall on the podcast. But uh, overall, man, dude is uh, is awesome. I've always really liked him. Uh, I got the chance to meet him in like 2018 or something like that, a Northeast wrestling show. Which was like mind blowing to me. Like, holy shit. Like I get to meet Scott Hall. Like Austin, our buddy Austin from Michael Pod, he he got to meet him down in Florida and I was so fucking jealous. I was like, dude, I was like, I wanna meet Scott Hall. Yeah. And so we got to. He was super friendly. He was he was awesome. He's also towers over me because I'm very short. And he was also trying to flirt with your girlfriend. He was flirting with my girlfriend a little to try to get her to get in the picture and she was not doing it. Yeah, flirting in like a sweet way, not like yes, a yes, creepy yes. guy. He was like, "Come here, darling, like get in the picture. Come on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man, uh, and it's it's really it's sad. Um, but he did. He had a really awesome career, and he treated fans always right. I see it all over the place how awesome he was to the fans, and you could tell even when he like make podcast appearances and stuff. Like he still loved wrestling. Like he loved talking about wrestling and stuff like that. Um, I was just um, I went on his cage match just for fun as you were as you were opening it and I uh, I actually I think this is funny because I didn't know this his his final match was in 2016 June 17 2016 and he defeated Chuck Taylor to win the DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal title really <laughs> yeah at first wrestling Wrestlepalooza in uh, Des Moines Iowa. So that was Scott's final match. And before that, uh, his last match prior to that one was uh, him teaming up with Eric Young in TNA on May 19th, 2010, where uh, the band defeated Matt Morgan. 
to I believe, wow. retain the tag team titles on impact. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm actually, I even just saw, um, I can't remember which show exactly it was, but they, they <sighs> like, either I was looking or I can't remember. It was one of the TNA matches and it was like one of his first pay-per-view appearances, like big pay-per-view appearances in like, like years of set or something like that. It was like one of the, I think it, I don't know if it was this Destination X show. I don't think it was though, but regardless, well, we, we, we got a lot to look forward to nonetheless. And uh, I can't wait, Bob. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, uh, I can't, I can't wait, wait for it either. And at any time, like a childhood uh, icon uh, passes away, it's just like stunning to me. It's just like, a, oof, like, whoa. For real. Like, he's no did, longer here. Did you know in 2007 he used the name Razor Ramon in Puerto Rico? No. Neither did I, but I do now. I wonder, did he dress up in the Razor gear? I'd have to I'd have to look a little bit more. I'm doing a cage match, but it literally was Razor Ramon. Speaking of, like, random shit, I keep on seeing pictures of a match between Scott Hall and John Tenta on the date that WCW was bought out by WWF. And uh-huh. right now, I need to watch that match because apparently John Tenta won. Mm-hmm. And I want to see John Tenta beat Scott Hall. I think that would be a great visual. Because go John Tenta. Go John Tenta. And, uh, and rest in peace, Absolutely. Scott Hall. Both of them. John Tenta is not alive either. He, he passed away uh, years ago as well. So rest in peace, Scott Hall. And you know what? Rest in peace, John Tenta. And, and John Tenta. Uh, all right. Let's get into the May 5th, 2004 NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view. I'm going to count down from three, and when I say play, you can follow along with us on Impact Plus, or if it's in your own personal collection, that works as well. So let's get ready for the next hour, 54 minutes, and 54 seconds, or 55, but mine's stuck on 54. That's fine. Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Here we go. Highlight package. Look at some of those World X Cup teams. We're getting that flashback from that match last week. Tamora and Lynn are apparently going to be involved in a storyline here. I hope that Scott Tamora starts getting the accent again when he gets angry. Like, I want that to be like his (laughs) gimmick. Yeah, I do remember that. When you want the How about in an hour? Yeah, in an hour. Forty-five minutes. David Young. I'm going to show you a winner. Yeah, David Young. Good try, David Young. Oh, and question mark. Yeah, we, we unfortunately, I, I think they told us he was at like zero and seventeen. He's at least after last week and explosion. We're going to say zero and nineteen, roughly. Yeah, that that guy's sign was the same color as April's top. Wow. What an observation. Yeah. That's you know weird. what? I, I wish I met April. April Pennington from the TNA Dancer. You don't want that to happen. That's not true. I want to meet Lollipop. I wouldn't be able to allow that to happen. Why not? Because you'd be like, you remember that time on TNA? <laughs> yeah. Now, if yeah. you go back, uh, I believe we just... <laughs> we. 
may or may not have discussed that moment with Goldilocks on our first bonus episode, Talking Smack with Goldilocks. And yep. no names are mentioned, but we got to the moment. We know who it is. Go ahead and take a listen to what Goldilocks' thoughts are on that moment, because it was hilarious. Yep. Um, you know what I would I would probably print out uh, like a still of the picture of Hula Lollipop, and then on my piece of paper be like, hey, can you sign that? And it'd just be her tits. Oh my god. Not even her face. I'd zoom in. You'd zoom in. And just be the tits. Can you sign this? Do you think she would be able to tell that it was her tits? Well, the quality of the the footage of that happening isn't great. Right. If you have the uncensored. Right. Which I do. Which, which me and Bob have, have we watched that, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't think she would. It's my background <laughs> picture on my phone. Oh. Is it like when it's only when it's unlocked though, so Sarah can't see it? No, it, no matter what, it's like the best. Oh, it's your lock screen too. Oh, yeah, it's everything. I didn't expect that. We still got this highlight package, by the way, guys. So you're not, you ain't missing nothing yet. No, but what makes it kind of smart is like the uh, the time that's on your phone, like the clock, covers the nips, so it's censored. Oh wow! Yeah, as it's long like, as it's like double digit. So if it's like eleven. Mm. Yeah. As soon as it hits one, it's uncensored. Oh, wow. Yeah, you get like a little slip over there. Yeah, so it's uncensored from one to 9.59. And then at 10 o'clock, it's censored again. Here's Eric Watts getting choke slammed through that table. Oh, look at all their camera angle. That's cool. Yeah. I wonder how many cameras they use. Who's crazy now? Well, you are, Goldie. Yeah, come on. We, we all know. And now we're getting a peek into that main event here. Pretty fun stuff. I do have a, a little bit of a note about AJ Style. We'll discuss later in the show, of course. But he had an interview with Alex Marvez. Well, interesting here in the in the video package, they didn't show the double pin. They didn't show the pin. Interesting. Well, honestly, they probably did it for time's sake. But I'd like to think that they realized how how dumb it is that they keep doing it. I that. think they did it because of that. Like they didn't want. They hey, kind of acknowledged it was stupid. That that TNA logo that you just saw there, Bob. Is that the debut of it? Yeah. No. Um, but Lash LaRue is working on designing a new logo for the company. Lash LaRue is? Lash LaRue, who's a very, very talented artist, apparently. Yes, he is. Wow. So. He's too out of shape to wrestle, but we'll use him for Yeah, job. we heard that too, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ron. Mike Tanay is introducing us, but Ron Killings cuts him off immediately. He's telling Mike Tanay to come with him. Bob, how many people do you think are... Look at this view of the asylum. How many people do you think are in there as Mike Tanay gets in the ring? It looks like it's light, like lit up better. Hey, you know what? At least they're helping him in there. Uh, I'm going to say 1,100. No, pretty close. We got 1,000. Really? Okay. Vince Russo comes in the ring to stop through the live crew. His microphone's not really working. Not working at all. We're not doing something. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Me and two referees last week made the collective decision. AJ Styles still the champion. Well, what is the? Why wouldn't he still be the champion? Conan is saying he's protected this champion, and to be sure that Styles has kept the title. So, it was. Both, though. It was a draw. I don't understand. 
The first official got hurt. He had to send the second one in. And together, the three of us, we made the decision. And he's sticking to that decision. Three Life Crew has surrounded Vince Russo now. Killings is behind him. He has no escape. Oh, BG. Or uh, BG's still the only one wearing camouflage. Which is, like, silly. He's still going to war. Just not what we came out here for. Instead, I want to limp sync and pretend (laughs) that I am road crew for Double J. With my baby tonight. Bob, listen, I need you, as he's talking here, I need you to tell me. You can spoil it for me. This is the TNA Cross the Line podcast, not Icopod. When's he coming back? When do they reveal that he's lip syncing? It's got to be soon, right? Uh, Yeah, actually, because where we're at, we're in, what, late September? So, yeah, he's definitely there before the end of the year. Okay. As Jesse James. And they reveal, like, oh, he was lip syncing? Uh... I'm pretty sure that they're like, it's, oh, hmm. by the way, it was, yeah. Because at that time, I think it's around the time Jeff shows up in WCW. That they bring oh. Jesse James back. And they're like, he's the real singer. Ah, shit. And then he's like singing, coming to the ring. And like, it's the whole thing, yeah. That's interesting. Well, who's coming out here? Oh, shit. Oh, Monty Brown Monty wearing Brown. the craziest jacket I've ever seen. Leopard print. Cheetah print, whatever. I didn't even realize the voice was Molly Brown. I was like, who's this guy? Don't you dare mention the name of the alpha male, Monty Brown. It, it's uh, What has he been doing when he, between his appearances in TNA? Because I feel like he came back, and he's wicked. He's even more charismatic than he was. He's got the alpha male character like going on. He's doing the pounce stuff already. Yeah, he's definitely, um, like, figuring it out. Yeah. It's awesome. Cackling about names and titles. I got a name and I got got a title. Is that what he just said? The name of the alpha male. And that's his title. That jacket is not, or coat, I guess. And it's long. He calls Three Life Crew the hyenas at the bottom. Leopard skin. Yeah, leopard skin. See, you had your shot. Oh, brought up his NFL career. Wow. Okay, why are we acting like Monty Brown's the one that fumbled the ball? He's a defensive player. He didn't really, he didn't lose a championship for nobody. Who the heck have you beat anyway? Firstly, the (laughs) Jizzle. Oh, look at, I played defense. I didn't, there you go. I caused fumbles. Dude, that's awesome. Way to call his bluff. Be like, yo, I'm a defensive player. Yeah, like, what are you <laughs> talking about? The pounds! Period. I'm telling you right now, if there is one person listening to this show and you do not like Monty Brown, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, just block us. 
Dude, I just don't know how you can't like this guy. I he, want so bad. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He he oh, hit BG it. after he oh, took his what? jacket. Conan went after him. Well, Mount, Mountie didn't make a good decision here. It's a three-on-one. Yeah. Uh, I would. I want so bad to see Monty Brown just pounce Conan, and then Conan be like, "Oh my God, that dislocated my hip," and then hmm. that ends Conan's career. That's so bad, dude. I like Conan. He drives me nuts. And as Jordan on Twitter has uh, has done, I think he sent like a gif of like throwing shoes or whatever. We're in the era now of where Conan is going to be throwing shoes, and I fucking hate it. I don't hate that. Why do you oh hate it so God. much? It drives me nuts. Because who oh, in the oh. right mind? It, it, oh, shit. Ron is going nuts. Killing screaming in Vince Russo's face. Be, three life crew pulls him off. Mike Tanay's checking on. Why is everybody so angry? He's had enough. Vince Russo's had enough. You're fired. Since I walked in that door six weeks ago, I've done nothing but do the right thing. You b- bullied me, and you put your hands on me for the last time. You're fired. I will do the right thing. Right. Oh, he's not suspending or firing them. Damn it. But I'll tell you this. You got 30 minutes to get out of this building. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. So he's saying by the top of the hour, if you ain't out of here. Well, he didn't really make a threat. If What happens if they don't? Yeah, because what can, you're not going to fire him or suspend him. <laughs> he already said that, so that's yeah. weird. I'm not going to talk to you for the rest of the day. I'm going to not look at you. <laughs> Let's go to Scott Hudson backstage. It looks like, yep, he's with Raven. Oh, dude, that Raven jacket. Man. That's like, it looks like a straight jacket. But it's not, but it looks like it. Look at that thing. That is awesome. Potentially? You think I could potentially win? Promise that he's going to fulfill his destiny. Mm-hmm. Fulfill his destiny. Oh. You know what they say. If you're a baby face, you never promise. Good Listen thing it's not a promise. Or Raven's not baby face. Anymore. You can't stop me from hurting people, Vince. You can't stop me from hospitalizing them. You can't stop me from winning the title. Vampiro, Sin, Slash, Chris Harris. I put them all out. Put them all out of NWA TNA. Well, Sin and Slash came back. So. Yeah. So when he gets AJ Styles out, he won't be able to fill the spot. Short trip AJ, bad landing. Quote the Raven. Never He's more. done with, I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. Bullshit. Okay, so Kazarian's talking in like a weird video package now backstage, probably from Explosion. That's just my assumption. Because he's your X Division champion and he's the coolest person in the world. I feel like Kazarian like works at a friendlies and he's outside of the building cutting the promo with the belt on his lunch break. He looked like he'd be a really good friendlies server. Yeah. He's talking about Sanjay Dutt and Amazing Reds, two out of three uh, series they're about to be doing. Uh, so, Bob, you noticed we had Monty Brown with his cool jacket. Raven had his. Well, I don't want to make assumptions, and I was going to hang on to this, but uh, Sin has been working on outfits for all the wrestlers. So really? I'm, I'm wondering if uh, those might be a little bit of creations of Sin. I, you know what? I, that's an interesting point, because maybe he was like, listen, Monty, you keep on saying you're from the Serengeti or whatever. 
here's this uh, or, tiger or like, jacket. And then you got uh, I, that jacket but with Raven. Well, that's a good one. I hope he comes to the ring with that because that is a good Listen, one. Listen, I, I don't want to talk shit about this video. Okay, so this one they slowed down. They just were speeding some of them up too, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. Sanjay Dot. Amazing Red. The Three Strikes Three Series. Strikes. What does that mean? Three Strikes. It's a best. It's a best of three. Uh, they have to have a cool name for it. Yeah, but you're not getting three strikes. You you got to get two. Right. It's well, yeah, but whoever wins two matches wins. TNA wants to have a cool match title. Okay. Oh, Moonsault off the middle rope. Look at that. Boom. So who do you have picking up the first win? Let's talk about it during the entrances before you get into indie notes. Fuck, that'd be a good reminder there. I have, I have it even open, and I don't remember that. I got to do it. Uh, I'm going to say that um, I think Sanjay's going to win. Really? Game. You think Sanjay's going to pick up the first win? Yeah, because then you have Amazing Red being the underdog. He's going to win two in a row. Oh, yeah. You're He's freaking win. right, dude. He's you're right. Win. That pisses me off that you're right about that. Yeah. I could have I could have seen the SATs this past weekend, uh, one of Red's former teams there, but not with Amazing Red. No, some other guy. Yeah, some literally some other guy that we don't know. I actually did see a photo of Joao I did too. and Jose, and actually, I didn't think they looked that bad. They look like they've been they've gotten in better shape. Compared, what is this? Oh, it's Kazarian. Okay. Uh, all right. The last time we saw Sanjay Dutt on a weekly pay per view was uh, back on April 14th when, guess what? He lost to Kazarian in the X-Division Championship match. Uh, wow. For, uh, it looks like the rest of April, he was doing, he did a 0-1 tour. Uh, and it looks like he was mostly in tag team matches, and he was trading wins with uh, many different guys here. But the most notable one here appears to be on April 30th where he uh, teamed up with Jun Kasai in a losing effort against Spanky and Loki in a match for the NWA International Lightweight Tag Team Championships at Zero One Destructive Revolution uh, in Japan, obviously. And then we're going to go to Amazing Red. Oh, Bob, they just... Whoever loses, you're going to have three strikes and with three strikes you're out of the title pitcher in tna so mike today just explained the the name there for us but you're not losing three matches right you're still not losing three matches but that's your three strikes and you're out not understanding uh (laughs) for amazing we mentioned this i think uh even last week but uh on april 24th teddy hart defeated amazing red at Jersey All Pros, an awesome sacrifice in Rahway, New Jersey. And that looks to be the only indie notes for that. For this nice. Uh, and we're just locking up. Still technical start here. Uh, but just in case we don't actually see them again, uh, Conan and BG James actually filmed a pilot for an HD TV show called Rumbles, um, which features them doing lead-ins and outs as clips of famous sports fights whether they be fan brawls at games and hockey and baseball fights are shown. So they're just like doing like silly talking during these clips. For HGTV. HDTV. Oh, HDTV. Yep. Okay. I was going to be like, why are they going to Home and Garden? Home and Garden. <laughs> what are we talking about? 
I don't even know what HD TV is. It's a, heard of it. it's um hold on. I don't want to mess it up and be wrong. Have you heard of it? You know what it is? Yeah, home design TV. Oh, so it's a, wait, wait, hold on. That's HD. That's HG. Oh, wait, hold on a second. Right. Did they used to be called? Oh no, it, literally you type in HD TV, it's just it's probably just like high definition. Yeah, that's literally all it says. So we'll never know. But that's what the note says. So maybe it's just saying that it's a high definition show. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know either. Here we go. Red going for a sharpshooter potentially. Variation. Yeah, he's about to like do a sharpshooter surfboard combo. Well, yeah, but the way he had that locked in, you have no leverage, and of course, Sanjay yeah. easily grabs the ropes. Well, I mean, when you're amazing red and you literally weigh 40 pounds, I mean. Okay, now I'm going to make a comment, and I'm going to follow it up with something. But I have a feeling we are going to be a little bit let down by this this first match between these two. But I think it's because we're going to have to see two more matches, so they're probably saving some stuff. Yeah, I love how you, like, disclaimed that as if you were going to say something very offensive. <laughs> Well, I feel like it I is. got nervous. I was like, "What is what is Dal shooting about here tonight?" And it's just like, I think this might be a little lackluster. I was shooting at work today about food, and people people don't like my food takes. You want to know what I did today at work? What's I that? went around. I went around today, and I was asking everybody, "What's your favorite Nick Lachey song?" <laughs> and they were like, "Who's Nick Lachey?" And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding?" The only reason that I did that. Was because I was listening to a podcast, and apparently he hosts uh, the show Love Is Blind on Netflix. Oh, which I didn't know that. I've never watched Love Is Blind, so I don't know. Bullshit. But, yes, you have. No, I have not. That's I. I don't. I am not ashamed of watching horrible TV shows. I watch Bachelor and Bachelorette, all that shit. I have not watched Love Is Blind. Um, but I was listening to a podcast, and you're like, "Oh yeah, Nick Lachey is this huge mega singer," and I was like, "Bullshit." He was in the boy <laughs> band Ninety Eight Degrees, sure, but like. On his own? No way. Well, that's why I know that name. Yeah. I couldn't think about who it was, but now I get it. Right. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I think it was like yesterday. I was like, I was listening, <clears throat> listening to the podcast. And I was like, you know what? Tomorrow, which was today, I'm going to go around and ask people, what's your favorite, favorite Nick Lachey song? And they were all, I'm telling you, everybody was like, I don't even know who that is. I had one person who was like, oh, that's the guy from 98 Degrees. I was like, yeah, but name me one of your favorite, name me your favorite Nick Lachey solo songs. And they were like, oh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> that's awesome a lot more submissions in here still very very technical start to this swapping submissions we just had a cover by Dutt but Red has kind of gotten out of that thought he was going to maybe suplex in there but now they're fighting headlock by Red so Dad, let me ask you what's your favorite Nick Lachey song? <laughs> I don't know any tag us uh, cross line TNA on uh, Twitter let, let me know what's your favorite Nick Lachey song and don't look it up you gotta know it off the top of your head Oh, yeah. You know, gotta, if you mind. don't know it, then you can't say it. <clears throat> I don't mind. Look what at that. that. They're talking about TNA being two years, almost two years in business. What will we have in store for the two-year anniversary? Well, I know one of the things, and I can't fucking wait. Well, the... The first show was on what? June 16th? Or whatever. So. 19th? 19th. 19th. Is it ni- it's 19th or 16th? Was I think it's 19th. 19, 26, 7, 3, 7, 10. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it's 19. So that means for this year, yes, it June 19th. Be, yep. I wonder if they're gonna like even rush the two-year anniversary and be like, oh, we're doing it on June 3rd or whatever. Sanjay double knee into the corner. Amazing Red looking a little, a little chubby. Is that why he's like? Kind of looking blown up right now. Is he a little yeah, bit out, maybe a little out of shape? I mean, he did just come back from surgery and all that, so we'll give him that's a break. True. No, I'm not saying. I, if anything, I think it's good that he's a little chubby. He's not so tiny and like easily destructible. Easily destructible. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I get some meat on your bones. Sorry, if you guys are following along, we're at 22 minutes and 25 seconds. And I think this has been a fine match to start. Uh, a little slower than I like in an X Division match, but I don't think bad by any means. Well, I think like you said, <clears throat> they know they have it probably at least three matches. They gotta gradually oh, tilt a whirl. Oh, oh. there's supposed to be a DDT, but Sanjay fell backwards, so Red goes for a cover still. I mean, even though that was messed up, still looked cool, and it still was effective. I would say, but wasn't quite the move he was going for. As Vince, as uh, Vince McMahon might say. Didn't get all that one. That's my favorite. I love it when they when they did he even like, kick out of that? Look at is Dutt like hurt? But look at he might be out of it. Red Star Press. Nope. Sanjay Dutt moves. They did just show a replay of that botched move, and they're trying to dissect it. Like, did he hit it? Do you think how he wanted to? And uh, which is kind of an interesting look. Then they suplex by Dutt. I think it's safe to say he did not hit it like he wanted to. Hitting that springboard, springboard moonsault, getting a two count. Wait, Red has he has like a singlet underneath his shirt, but he still wears the shirt. Why does he do that? Maybe he doesn't like the way he looks with a singlet on. I guess. Are you uh, when you chew gum? Do you chew with your mouth open or do you chew with your mouth shut? I fucking try not to chew with it open. Okay, so you're not like Frankie Kazarian there, who's just dude. That was so obnoxious. That one for like a muscle buster. Red slipped out. Oh, oh. shit. Big insiguri kick. God. I'm hoping that he just clapped his hands real loud and not actually. Dude. In the head. That was nice. Red up at the top rope. Dutt is laid out. Going for an elbow. Oh, dude. He hit hard. Dutt moved out of the way. Think, is that a foreshadowing for Randy Savage coming in? <gasps> They're probably like, Red, can you, you need to hit one of those. Dragon uh -oh. screw leg whip. Oh, that's a torn ACL. Wait, he tore his ACL five months ago and he's back? Yep. Oh! I got him. Maybe got that's him. why... Wait a minute. Maybe that's why Amazing Red gets hurt all the time. Because when you typically tear your ACL, you ain't back in five months. You're back in, like, a year. Mm, could be. Maybe he's gotten some bad uh, medical advice. Could be. Well, hey, Duck gets the uh, first win there. Now we're going to take a look at the problems within the new franchise. Well, there's no problem. I mean, they, they're done. Right? I mean, they broke up. Well, Bob, I do have some good news about the franchise. Okay. Hold on. Make sure I get my, all my things straight here. Uh, Tracy has signed with the company 
which means that she will no longer be able to work Ring of Honor dates. But she has officially signed a contract. Tracy was working Ring of Honor? Yeah, we knew that, I thought, didn't we? I know. I feel I like we've discussed before, but... Huh. I really didn't know that. Shane Douglas saying, the first shot has been fired in the war. Showing the whipping. Who, who would she even... Does it, does it say who she was like with? I mean, not in my note. I'm sure we could figure it out. Oh, look at Curtis explosion footage, dude. Anytime that we get this, I love it. Who did he beat? Shane Douglas. I could look look it up, probably. Shane Douglas Douglas is a baby face. I can't wrap my head around. It's so weird, isn't it? And the crowd looks like they're positive towards him. Um, It looks like it was Apollo Khan, and that was on last week's notes. That's the match that we're seeing explosion footage from. Michael Shane wanted none of it. Shane Douglas got his belt off. And they're fighting off. They're facing each other tonight. Michael Shane, Shane Douglas. That's pretty exciting. And well, and with him getting. When he was getting beaten up with the belt, I mean, this has got to be a, a strat match at some point, right? I mean, they're even talking. Or a belt match or something. They got to do something, right? Step aside. Because the new franchise is here. <laughs> I think I teach it for a student. I do like uh, Michael Shane as a heel with Tracy because I kind of think of it as Shane Douglas with Francine in ECW. Oh, shit. That type of connection. Yeah. Wait, where's Tracy? She's obviously not here. Well, Bob, you liked it, but... Is it already over? <laughs> Might be done. Oh. Bullshit. Swerve. Parting of the ways. She Swerve. saw things her way. I saw things my way. I didn't have Tracy by my side before this. And I didn't need him. He's 24. So when he's 48. No way. <laughs> I don't even think he wrestles to 30. Is it, a, is it a Michael Shane promo if he doesn't mention that his cousin Shawn Michaels? So spit it out. Your sunset is going. Look at, look at Scott Hudson looking so intently at him. I think he's waiting for the same Shawn Michaels uh, line. He's listening. Because if not, he's got to sneak it in. Oh, I thought he was going to say, I'm going to do what you did to my... My cousin, John oh, I gotta take care of an old man. That's fucked up. Uh, all right, indie notes. Let's get this right out of the way here. Uh, Michael Shane. Uh, last time we saw him uh, wrestling on pay per view was on April 21st. So, on uh, April 24th, and he lost to Christopher Daniels to get on the X Division team. On April 24th, Michael Shane retained the 
CSWF Cruiser X title when he defeated Grim Reefer in oh. Wayne, New Jersey. Uh, that's the only ending note for Michael Shane. And then for Shane Douglas, who we haven't seen on pay-per-view since March 31st, he wrestled Sabu to a double DQ for the BCW Can-Am heavyweight title in Bellevue, Michigan. On April Dude, 30th. he did it. Hey, oh, cut the music. <laughs> He's over the. No one knows where he is. Mike, Shane Douglas is talking. Does he have Tracy with him? Because if he has Tracy, I smell a swerve. Talking about showing him who she is. The heck? Okay, well, here he comes. His trance on the screen. No way. Bullshit. Nope, swerve. That's Tracy. Oh yeah, but no way. She's gonna turn on him. She's got the cast on. She's she's uh, gonna be beating Owen Hart for the longest time in a fake cast, I think. Backdrop by Shane here on Michael Shane clothesline over the top to the floor. Oh, kind of hit his head on the concrete part there. Babyface Shane Douglas. Holy shit! A slingshot crossbody to the floor by Shane Douglas. Well, here's I kind of feel like now. You would kind of maybe think Michael Shane's a babyface. His girl just turned on him to join Shane Douglas. So now it's two on one against Michael Shane. I mean, that's a good point. Oh, look, he he grabs oh, wait, Tracy. No, no, now he's hiding behind her. All right, so Michael Shane's still here. Human shield. Shane Douglas or Michael Shane went for a super kick. Oh, going first into the ring. <laughs> he's selling it. Kind of funny. Oh, now he's upside down. On the uh, apron around the ring post. Okay, that looked like it fucking hurt. Hey, look, that's me there. Oh. Sending Shane into the guard railing a few times here. When we get into the ring. Tracy, I am. Tracy's gonna. I can just feel it. So, this is like really old news. By the time this like really old news, because it's old news when we're recording. But Tracy actually does alternative commentary on TNA like special shows with I believe um like Tara, I'm pretty sure. And like maybe SoCal Val. I can't remember. What? Yeah, if you watch on Fight, you can listen to the alternative commentary and Tracy is like back doing it. Rolling next snap there by uh Shane Douglas. Like 2022 shows, yep, and they're doing like, commentary like legit like, commentary, or like commentary like we're doing. So, I don't know, I haven't listened, so I don't truly know, but I believe it's like commentary. I want to know, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but who is listening to Tracy, Tara, and SoCal Vale do alternate commentary? I, th- I think like, that's who it is. I'm trying to look it up, but. I'd be surprised if that's doing big numbers. I've never even heard of that. Well, because I don't think you 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 can like switch. I think I don't think it's like a you oh, buy. Oh, it's that not separate. One. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I think you can like choose can to listen over. to it. Okay, so that's different then. If it was because, like a totally different thing you had to purchase, I don't think that'd be doing a lot. Oh yeah, so Cal Vale, Lisa Marie, who's Tara, and Tracy Brooks. I'm surprised that Tara is doing it. And she ha- has she wrestled for Impact at all, or no? Like recently? Oh, not recently, no. Okay. 
Well, I thought maybe they would. I mean, she's right there. I mean, she's a legend. I thought maybe they would maybe use her. I wouldn't complain, but. Shane Douglas can't use his left arm because guess what? Michael Shane has been attacking it. And he's hooked it underneath the top rope, and now he's pushing on it with his foot. Yeah, today mentioning that Shane Douglas has a history of uh, arm issues, which is uh, an understatement. It's a rarity that his arm is not in a cast. That's a good point. He went shoulder first into the ring post, and Michael Shane deciding that he's just going to punch the shoulder. Look at this. Oh. Working on the injured shoulder. He's got to tap out. He's always hurt. I don't know if it's really been his left arm, though. I feel like it's been his right arm. Oh. His dominant arm. Tracy pounding the mat. Come on, Shane. Come on, Shane. Come on. And that's how she's doing it, because they're both Shanes. Right. Trickery. Yeah, exactly. Which Shane is she yelling about? I can just see it now. Yeah, I was screaming Shane, but I was screaming for Michael Shane. Scoop slam by Shane Douglas. Drops the elbow. No, Michael why, Shane. Why it. would you use your injured arm on the elbow <laughs> drop? Because it had the pad on it. You had to. Oh, he's working it again. Oh, he's going right back. Oh, um, top wrist lock. It's basically an Anaconda vice. Uh, yeah. It's pretty damn close. Pretty close. I like how Don West was just like, this could be the end of Shane Douglas's career as he's in a top wrist lock. <laughs> oh, man. But when people are getting hung that's over awesome. a fucking bleacher, it's just like, no, oh, that's devastating, but we'll see you next week. But a top wrist lock, like, this are, could be Are end. they going to be able to compete for the title? <laughs> <laughs> for a top wrist lock? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. know if I've ever seen somebody come back from that. Michael Shane is Shane Douglas laid out. Tracy climbing up on the apron. Michael Shane's like, you better, you better get out of here. You missed your cue. That's not when you're turning on Shane Douglas. <laughs> I don't think that's happening, Bob. I, dude, I have a feeling. It just doesn't make elbow sense. Elbow drop. No. A lot of people miss an elbow drops tonight. I think they should yeah. probably stop trying to do those. I'm telling you, man. They're, they're saying if you're going to do an elbow drop, you got to miss it because we're getting macho, and he's the only one that wants to be able to hit an elbow drop. Oh, elbow by Shane Douglas on the Michael Shane. Another Irish whip comes back in. Another one, and they're still wearing the same like same colored pants and stuff. So it's like that's actually really weird. I didn't think about that because he literally changed the color to be with like the tag team. Right. So that's very odd. I wonder if he did that thinking it was going to be a long form team, and then he showed up two weeks later, and Russo was like, "By the way, we're splitting you up." Well, the thing that's weird about it is they probably didn't think they were going to be together long to begin with. That's so true. they so they probably didn't think about it, and then by the time they were like, okay, this is actually like a like a team, they were like, eh. <laughs> for you, <laughs> delayed vertical by Shane Douglas, but that's not going to be enough because this guy's Michael Shane, and he don't he's not going to get pinned by a vertical suplex. Oh, kick off the ropes here by Shane, going for a belly to belly. No, Michael Shane. Blocks it, elbows the head, and basically did uh, a flatliner there. Speaking of the, uh, speaking of gear, Bob. Yep. 
It's a good, uh, good little side note here. Uh, the company has apparently been cracking down and is now requiring everyone to stay in the building in their gear until they're given the okay to change. Because basically there's been some problems with guys leaving or getting dressed when the company has wanted them to shoot promos or something after the taping ends. Oh, okay. They can't do that in street clothes? I don't know. I guess not. Depends what the promo is. I thought you were going to say because they might need them to run into a match or something. Well, that's kind of what I thought about. Snap power slam there by Shane Douglas, even with an injured left arm. Or left shoulder, I guess, really. Uh, time check here on my end. It's uh, one hour, 16 minutes, and 35 seconds are remaining in the show. And then Dallas is going to give you the non-normal way of uh, watching the show. Right, 38 minutes, 25 seconds. Yeah. I basically did that just so that Dallas would have to talk with his mouth full because he's currently eating dinner. Oh, dropkick. He's got the chain. Is he, is he going to whip it in the air and be like, hey, I got one? No, he, no, didn't, he didn't. Tracy meant to throw that to Michael Shane. But Shane Douglas took it. Oh, look. Wait, so she was going to turn on him. Or she, yeah, she did. Yeah, she was trying. Yeah, failed. she did. I mean, she technically did. But Shane Douglas gets the pin. The plan went yeah, awry. Judging by her reaction, she's not happy that Shane Douglas won. She's actually disappointed. See? Swerve. And what a swerve, I bro. fucking called it, dude. I knew it. it. It made no sense, especially because the promo before she was with him. How would she just suddenly join Shane? They shouldn't have shown the fucking promo. Yeah, that was kind of a good point. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's how you kind of know. She got rid of her glasses. Does that mean she's going to oh, That means she's taking a bump. <laughs> Uh-oh. She's sure on this is lucky. Is she lucky I'm right now? You. I'm with you, Shane. Oh, she wanted to hit him with a cast. That's oh, my he, cast. I need that for my arm now. What? Oh. Don't do this. Wait, this is Fox Sports Net, dude. You can't be spanking a woman. Well, that's why I have to spank and not a fucking, like, choke slam. Well, and also, he didn't, oh! down, he, uh, didn't pull down her pants, and that probably would have happened, like, six months ago. Tracy just wailed Shane Douglas with the cast. Nice shot. Right, she just she took off her belt now. Now she's doing the Shane Douglas taunt with the chain, but it's her belt. This is, we're getting a strat match. I mean, yeah, well, we, I think we have to. She's choking him. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, shit. Super kick. I don't need nobody, but I need Tracy. Oh, my God. Set on me. He just did it. I don't need you. I'm the triple threat. I'm friends with Bam Bam Bigelow and Chris Candido. Not you. Screw you. What a weird, light little kiss that her and Michael Shane did. But usually Shane Douglas and Tracy are full-on, like, Frenchin. I'm convinced, and I know it's not true, but I'm convinced that Shane Douglas has slept with every single female manager that he's had. And if you no go way. Through his, no if you way. Go through, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta live the gimmick. So if you look through his managers, by God, Shane Douglas is a fucking hero. Uh, we're about to take a, a look at the World X Cup here, which no, looks like wait. probably just a highlight package. Um, one night. One night. Four countries. I actually have some kind of note about this. TNA Wrestling's World X Cup. I gotta find my note about it. I, I don't even know where it is. This highlight video is literally just different versions of a moonsault. Well, you're right, but... Two tag team matches, a 16-man gauntlet, a ladder match. 
<laughs> well, we and actually did see what? this before. The Ultimate X. And guess what? Hooventude, who you see here in this video packet, he ain't in it. But no, my um my note I'm actually saving for a, a little bit about that's related to this. Besides the fact that we know this is happening, I guess I didn't have another Did note. Did I just see a commercial on my television that H- HBO Max is $9.99 a month? Hmm, might be. Okay, here we go. Look at this team, Bob. It looks a little different. We already talked about this a little, but we've mixed up the team. The all-new Team Canada. We've cut the fat. Teddy Hart and Jack Evans are out. Molson Brewery. He thinks he's going to get corporate sponsor. We have Petey Williams, Johnny Devine. Some guys look familiar in the back. They got one for Coach Scott Demore. It's official. Coach Scott Demore. Look at his jacket. Team Canada. And uh, yeah, that's Eric Young in the back and uh, Robert Rude, Bobby Rude. Right. This is Bobby Roode's. This is the very first time we've seen him. Okay. We're ready. Oh, Canada. Our home and native land. True. Oh. Oh, he did it. He did the accent. He's pissed. One time for them. Oh, oh, they're doing the be... French version. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no. Uh, the Real Life crew just walked in during that. Oh, we're, we're not leaving. I think he's what he just said, right? Or he said we are? Oh, I think he did say that. They're leaving, but you can't just, stop the Real Life gonna crew. They're not going to forget them. They're not going to forget them. Forget them. That's what he said. Uh, so, yeah, so the change here, we kind of discussed it a little bit, but uh, it's a combination of things. The main thing is that they didn't want to use Jack Evans because he was a Ring of Honor guy. And though it would be bad for dressing room morale because of the company's Ring of Honor stance and keeping its guys from working there. Uh, and then Teddy Hart just didn't want to come without Jack Evans. Plus, he had the Japanese dates that we've referenced before. In between, he would have made it difficult, but not impossible. But he did want to be there with Jack Evans. So, All right. Hey, well, Team NWA coming out here, Bob. I got. I think I got quite a few uh, indie notes here, so bear with me. So Bobby Roode, this is Bobby Roode's uh, debut here in TNA, as we've mentioned. And I, before this appearance, he had several WWE appearances. And I mean, wow. he's almost a borderline regular on Sunday Night Heat and Velocity. Whoa, I didn't know if I knew that. I knew even he had some like, appearances, but... Even in late 2003, like, he... Yeah, like he teamed up with Tyson Ducks on July 7th, losing to La Resistance in a tag team title match on Saturday Night Heat, which wow. I didn't realize that was a thing. Bobby uh, Roode's bucket hat is so shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. He the teamed kid- up with... He teamed up with Eric Young in a losing effort on a Velocity in uh, August 19th against the FBI, which was Chuck Palumbo and Johnny Stamboli. Um, let's see here. He lost to Billy, uh, Billy Kidman on the October 7th, 03 Velocity. 
Uh, let's see here. And then most recently, he he teamed up with John Murray, losing to A Train and Rhino. It's a weird tag team on February third, two thousand four. Velocity. Uh, and the, his last appearance for WWE was in fact a dark match, which I'm sure was yet another tryout, where he lost to Johnny Stamboli on April twentieth. Wow. Which was at Velocity. Well, I, I'm assuming it's SmackDown taping, but yeah. I believe they just told us that Bobby Roode is the new team captain of Team Canada. Interesting. The new guy is the captain. You know what I would do? I would pick Petey Williams because he's the smallest guy. As like a heel team, like that, I, I hate uh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, the little guy's your captain. Like, come on, really? Yeah. Uh, Eric Young. We haven't seen him since uh, January 28th. And apparently his only only note, which I'm sure is not his only note, but the only one on Cage Match, was back on February 8th losing to Chris Saban in a ladder match for the BCW Can-Am Television Championship in Bellevue, Michigan. And I'm sure I've said that before for Chris Saban. As Williams got caught coming off the middle rope by Daniels, fireman carry, or Death Valley driver attempt, but... Williams got out of it and he did like an arm drag and a drop kick. Uh, Petey, well, speaking of Petey Williams, look at that great transition, Bob. It's like I've been doing this forever. Uh, on April, well, we haven't seen him since March 24th when he lost a uh, six way elimination match, number one contendership. So, I mean, I guess I might as well go through what he's been doing here. Uh, March 27th, he lost to Nigel McGuinness for IWA Mid-South. April 2nd, that's a nice power slam by Skipper. Real nice. April 2nd, Petey Williams and Sabian defeated Jimmy Jacobs and Sunjay Dutt in an aerial assault match for CCW. Um, the next day, April 3rd, Sunjay Dutt retained the CZW Junior Heavyweight Championship against Petey Williams and Roderick Strong. Uh, April 10th. That back spin kick by Skipper, that was awesome. April 10th, six-way elimination. Petey Williams won. IWA Mid-South, simply the best five. He defeated Eric Cannon, Emil Satochi, Jimmy Jacobs, Nate Webb, and Roderick Strong. Uh, April 25th, Petey Williams defeated Jimmy Jacobs for BCW. And the most recent one, uh, May 1st, he lost to AJ Styles at a MMWA Rampage TV chat, uh, TV taping. In Michigan. What? La Park is here at the asylum. What? You're joking. It's a weird thing to just announce. Well, because they're talking about team. Oh, tr- team, 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 team AAA. Team AAA. Okay. Which, speaking okay. of, really quick, are you done with your notes or no? Uh, no. I have three more. <laughs> You got three more guys I'm gonna fucking talk about. Oh, I'm gonna do this very quickly. Uh, uh, April do, 25th, you do yours quick, yeah. April 25th, Chris Sabin retained the BCW Can-Am Television Championship by defeating Nate Matson in Bellevue, Michigan. Uh, Christopher Daniels, uh, his most recent one, May 1st, he lost the ECWA Heavyweight Championship in a four-way elimination match when John Walters won the championship. Involved in a match involving Austin Aries and Mike Cruel. And that was at ECW, the uh, night of unusual matches. 
in Wilmington, Delaware. And our last fella, Jerry Lynn. Well, I guess Jerry Lynn technically didn't have anything new going on. So, never mind. Go ahead. Okay, cool. As Johnny Devine just did a huge crossbody to Jerry Lynn. So, this is kind of a, a double note, but they just mentioned Armando Armando Quintero on commentary. So, Abyss worked for AAA a couple times this week, past weekend, which, if he's on the show, we will discuss. Look at that moonsault by Johnny Devine. Um, well, Armando Quintero, who is the TNA Spanish language announcer, works as the TNA heel representative who brings the foreigners in and cuts the interviews for them. So, he's like he's like the bad guy. Oh, okay. So when they come in, they don't speak the, lang- like, speak the language. He does it for them. Yeah, that's what I got out of that. Okay. Um, and also, I mean, I might as well. This is all World X Cup related. Um, and I Bob botched some names. It's my turn. <laughs> Under the pro wrestling, well, this one's not quite World X Cup, but we're bringing in people from all over the place, so. Um, this is under the Pro Wrestling Noah. So I'm apologize. If you're a fan of this guy, I'm I'm sorry what I'm about to do to his name. Wait, wait. Oh. 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 Eric Young tried to slide under the bottom yeah. rope. So Jerry Lynn just landed with the leg drop anyway. Um, Yoshinari Ogawa has said that he's going on a summer U.S. tour and will be doing a pay-per-view for TNA in July. As Bobby Roode's in the ring laying in some elbows on Jerry Lynn. Ogawa? Ogawa. Uh, and also, I have another one, and that is, I apologize again, Nobu no, Nobukazu Hayari oh Jesus, of All Japan was talking about what a big deal it was for him to come in for the X Cup because his father, Mitsuhari, I don't, I'm definitely saying the last name wrong, uh, who just recently passed away, had worked in Nashville early in his career. So we'll learn how to say his name in a couple weeks, but... Well, he probably won't. Double underhook suplex. Well, he's going to be at the X Cup. Yeah, but we're not going to learn how to say it. We're still going to mess it up. Well. I mean, I know I am. PD just got tagged back in here to keep control of Jerry Lynn. They're really hyping up this World X Cup. I'll tell you what, though. They've already been doing a good job hyping it because... They're bringing in the teams early. They're doing different matches. They're featuring them on the program. Which I think is the better approach. This is what you need to do. All the different teams are facing off. You get to know the people a little bit before the pay-per-view. Yeah. LaParka's here. Kryptonite Crunch. Air Raid Siren. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He just said Petey Williams is the kid. Earlier they th- said they thought that Bobby Roode was, so maybe they got that wrong then? They might have. Okay. Come on. Yep, Saban and Eric Young going at it. Oh, never mind. He's cleaning house, though. Clothesline. Elbow. Nice spin kick. Jeez. I must say, I do like the guys on Team Canada. Dude, Team Canada's, like, really good now. Oh, they might be the favorites. I might think they might win it. Oh, Divine just got powerbombed it out of midair. And I say really good now as if Teddy Hart and Jack Evans aren't good, but 
That's not what I, I just really I think this team fits better together. Right, like the singing of the national anthem and like all that, like it's good shit. Yeah. Plus, Teddy Hart's too much of a loose cannon, and I mean that literally. Like you don't know what he's gonna do. Not saving going to the top rope, but Bobby Roode cuts him off. Bobby Roode is a guy that will uh, be a prominent factor here in Impact for like the next, I don't know, twelve years. Might be a, might become a big deal. Oh, great. Tower of Doom. You think he's going to be a big deal, huh? Yeah, he might. He could maybe do something, yeah. Holy shit! Oh, that was not necessarily timed right. And as a result, they all crashed to the mat pretty fucking dangerously. Yeah, let's watch it again. Watch uh, a guy almost break his neck. Yeah, I love it. We got to see this again. Eric Young, he almost separated his uh, right shoulder. That's fine. Tower of Doom. That's what I said today. Oh, Demore's got a hockey stick. Did I? Did we notice that? I did, but you were doing indie notes, and I almost tried to be like the the flags on a hockey stick. Oh, yeah, he's he's definitely got a hockey stick there. Double vertical on Lynn? No, double DDT oh, on Levine and PD. You can't hit that on Jerry Lynn. Come on. Now, who who do you think you are thinking you can do a double suplex on Jerry Lynn? Get out of here. Young drops Lynn over the top rope, throat first, to the floor. Hot chop by Eric Young. For Saban, gets dumped to the apron. Blocks it. Springboard and miss springboard, missile drop kick. He definitely clapped his hands, though. That was annoying. Oh, Oh, Canadian Destroyer. Oh, jeez. That's right. He calls that the Canadian Destroyer. Here comes the skipper. Spine buster. This is this is a good eight man tag match. I would it, say so. I it's would, not even done, and I like really enjoying this match. It's good energy. I like how they've picked up the pace too, and it's just like reckless abandon. Right, dude. What the oh fuck no! Oh no! Reverse oh. Hurricane Rana by Daniels onto. I've never seen Daniels do that before. I don't think I ever have, dude. They both go flying over the top. Wow. And technically, I have seen Daniels do that because I've reviewed the show written for him. So I just lied, but I didn't remember it. Going for the play of the day, but Robert Rude, Sick. Bobby Rude. He's Bobby here, right? It's Bobby? Yes, he's Wait, definitely Bobby. I got to try to get that straight. Robert Rude is not until uh, later on. A couple years Wait. Later. Referee's distracted. Scott DeMore's in the ring. Jerry Lynn's going to punch him. Just hit him. Just hit him. Oh. Oh. From behind. Let's see. Cradle. Cradle pile driver. The Moore's got the hockey stick. Oh, he hits him in the back of the hockey stick. Inside cradle. One, two, three. Got it. Dude, is that foreshadowing? Big Uh, win. Of course, Andrew Thomas wouldn't be able to hear a fucking hockey stick breaking over someone's back. Listen, I'm going to give him the benefit of that doubt. Oh, wait, it did actually break. I was going to say, he kind of yeah, hit him kind of soft, but I guess it did break. You could hear it break. There's Hudson there. What's happening? Something's happening in the back as Team Canada is celebrating. Oh, wow. This is... 
Vince Russo's personal locker room, there's a suitcase, there's a picture of AJ Styles in it. Huh. <laughs> wow. It might have been the three life crew who did this. That's Kid Cash. What happened in here? I think it's the crew. Ripped up mad. Oh, smells like they left a little more than just a little mess. Oh, he says it wasn't the Three Life crew. Of course I know. I'm the KID. I also got hair in my mouth. I was just going to say, get the hair in your mouth. Oh. Five minutes ago, he saw James Storm walking out, putting stuff in his pocket. Bitch. Yeah, the Pillsbury Cowboy, James Storm. Oh, my God. That guy's an idiot. The next time I see James Storm, I'm going to beat him like a government mule. And look, there he is. Where did he just come out of? I have no idea. Is that the door to come in? It must be, yeah. So. Guys? Here's Russo's stuff. Yes, I mean, the, the picture of AJ Styles goes oh, into right the ring. It's a horribly staged looking fucking disruptance of Russo's stuff. Oh, wow. It's like delicately just placed on the ground. We're running ringside. Running away. He's now in the ring. Because you know what? If you're trying to escape somebody from backstage, of course you run to the wrestling ring. That's right. Storm with a clothesline. This is obviously not a match. Uh, there's Dallas. He's pointing at him. You! That's, <laughs> no. that's Storm Stormer. That's Look at those Storm velvet Storm. pants he's got on. What the fuck was the point of that? They ran to the ring. They brawl. Storm gets the advantage. Dallas comes out, and then he slides out of the ring, and he says, I'm smarter than you. Dude, you ran to the ring. I, I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know if the singles match between you and Trinity is a good idea. What singles match? Is there a singles match tonight? Sounds like there is. That's a, that's a new development. How's that broken back doing? Well, here's the thing. It wasn't even Trinity that broke her back. And she's taking credit for it? No, she's just talking shit about it. That's all. All she did was betray you. Um, I guess during this, Bob, speaking of women, uh, Terry Runnels did an interview on Voice, Voice of Wrestling Radio yeah. where uh, she talked about TNA a little bit, and she said she had no interest in working for TNA. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> so just so you know, we are not going to see Terry Runnels here anytime bury, soon. Just bury that fucking employment. <laughs> and I don't think she ever does, right? I don't think she ever comes in. No, I guess she's held true to that, and she didn't want to go there. Trinity's in the ring. Glenn Gilberti. There's Johnny Swinger. I think this is a great time as Desire is about to make her entrance. I can tell you all about my meet and greet with Johnny Swinger, the swingman. Um, have we talked about how Siaki was seemingly in a relationship with Trinity, but then that was with Desire? Uh, like she was out with a back injury, it. and it's like, oh, he's been banging Trinity for a while now. Well, Desire, accompanied by Irish Pat Kenny and Sonny Saki. 
That's not going to last, right? Can we just what? say it's not going to last? The Irish Pat Kenny crap. Uh, I it might last longer than you might expect it to. Awesome, great. Okay, so love it. Uh, do you have any indie notes on this match before I? Nope. Okay. So here's the deal, guys. About two months ago, as of when this drops, <laughs> uh, I met Johnny Swinger. And the short version is he's cool as fuck. Uh, but uh, I feel like he wasn't super popular. So he was actually with, he was sitting next to Jazz and Just Incredible. Oh, Just Incredible was there. Yeah, which, Bob, I, if I had more cash on me, they had his book there. Oh, wow. All right. Um, but and the masks, the Aldo Montoya masks. But anyway, um, Johnny Swinger's sitting there. He kind of was looking bored at this point. I mean, the show's almost over. As look at Swinger and Gilberti are getting kicked out. Uh, so I literally just yelled to him, "Swingman!" He's like, "What's up, Daddy? <laughs> How's it going, Daddy?" You know, because that's his like his, yeah, his newer yeah. gimmick here. And uh, so you know, we talked for a minute and. Uh, I get I get my picture and I get my autograph. He's got a picture, uh, uh, eight by ten with him, uh, C W Anderson and Simon Diamond, and he had like, he had one of him because he wrestled in WWE, so he had like a WWE promo. Yeah, Johnny Parisi. I didn't know that. I literally told him I didn't know you went there. <laughs> you told him that? Yeah, I said I didn't know that. Yeah, he was on. He was a, he was there a short period of time, and he was. Uh, Sunday Night Heat guy. Okay. I, don't think well, he, the, I don't think he had a raw appearance. The picture looked like the swinger we're watching here, so I almost got yes. it because of that, but I like the idea of the idea I might meet Simon Diamond one day and I can get his autograph on the, the other 8x10. So um, so I, I told him, I said, uh, I do I do a TNA podcast with my buddy, and you know we really like you and Simon Diamond. Like you, we, le- we think you guys were an awesome tag team, you know, especially in TNA. And so we talked about, we were talking for a second and he was, he was saying, yeah, like we, you know, we did pretty good up there, better there than probably in ECW. And, uh, yeah. kind of talking up the fact that, uh, <laughs> Paul Heyman, uh, lied about them being, getting a push essentially. And, uh, in ECW? Yeah. Like he said that they were supposed to do like bigger stuff or something. All right. And, um. I was like, yeah, like, you know, we really like you. He asked the name of the podcast. Of course, I told him the best TNA wrestling podcast, the TNA Cross Line podcast. Right. We tag you every day in a post, probably. And uh, I'm sure it's familiar because, you know, it's in his fucking DMs every day. But uh, overall, wicked cool. And uh, I told him, I'll see you at Rebellion. Of course, Bob, we had a great time at Rebellion. Yeah, dude, that was a hell of a show. I can't believe that Johnny Swinger is the new X Division champion. Okay, buddy. All right. But, I, um, it was cool. I did. I did just tell people like an hour ago that it's March sixteenth. Yeah, I know. I know. You're now. That show's not until April twenty third. But you know what? That's okay. But yeah, if you have the chance to meet Johnny Swinger, first off, uh, good price. I'm just gonna say that. I like when that you know people have. Is it uh, was it twenty bucks? It was thirty bucks for a combo. That's not bad. Uh, and. Just because I mentioned it, and Jazz is also an Impact alum. Uh, not, of course, what we were watching, but Kurt Day, she was also very nice and very cool. I also met Rosemary, who was also wicked cool. I told her how much I miss Decay with Abyss, and she said, we all miss Abyss. 
And of course we do. And Scarlett Bordeaux, who was the smoke show, but she she wasn't as cool as the other ones. I'll just say that. Oh, Trinity got the oh. win. Nothing happened in that match. She just beat her in her return match from back surgery? Or yeah, back that's kinda, yeah, that's a good point. Her, weird, huh? her return singles match, I should say. Oh, her pants are falling down. Yeah, she kept pulling up Trinity going up to the top rope. Probably going to hit that signature moonsault. Boom. She should have rolled her over on her stomach and done it to the back. Because, you know, storytelling, but whatever. Yeah, Trinity didn't get the chair all the way in the ring, so it almost... She didn't fix that. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, my back hurts. Don't use the chair in the back. She's trapped underneath a chair, Dallas. How can she get up from that? It's because her back hurts. No, it's because the chair is so heavy, she can't possibly... Just get it off of her. Oh, thank you, Sunny. Thank God, Sunny Saki just made the save. See, now now she's kneeling perfectly fine, even with the back injury. But that chair, it must have been, you know, it was a weighted chair. Bob, something's happening outside the asylum. (gasps) Who's this? Swinger and Gilberti are attacking Irish Pat Kenny. What the hell? They almost sent him into an electrical box. What the hell's going on here? The former Simon Diamond. Oh, he's wearing that ice man to rush her, too. What the fuck? The cameraman just pushed him away. Did you see that? Yeah, I sure did. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. He doesn't smell Irish. What does that mean? Where's Gilberti going? He went into that little caged area. He went into the thing, yeah. Oh, he's got... Is is that like a beer? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's beer. He's... Do you think they're going to let him change and stuff, or does he got to stay in that beer so got to stay in that. You never know. You got to probably cut a promo. They're probably, hey, man, in the next three hours, we need you to cut a promo. Wait, what's this? Out. Paint? Oh, they're making him Irish, dude. Slime. Irish Pat Kenny is green. Wow. Interesting note here. David Young is not involved with uh, Gilberti at this time right here. Kind of weird. Well, that is true. Okay. Where was he? Goldilocks, Eric uh, Watts, uh, promo here. An emotional video package right now. It's too much. Anything is uh, possible here in TNA. They're not even saying anything. It's just, oh, uh, look at, they're showing the hand holding, but it kind of just zoomed in on Goldilocks' boobs there, but. I gotta stand back. We already know what happened to that. Why would you? You don't need this far back of a, a reminder, I don't think. This is like. Uh, how long ago was this? Dude, I don't even remember. This is at least four months ago. You're breaking up with me, aren't you? Um, I, I got a couple like shorter yeah, notes. Yeah, it's I not cattle stuff. This. I mean, this is, this is at least, what, January? Right. Uh, I forgot to mention that Sanjay Dutt did an interview with, I'm going to batch his name, but Bob will correct me, Alan Wojcik. Yeah, he's, dude, he's a, he's a guy that's uh, talked to us on Twitter before. Right. Unfortunately, he didn't, uh, Sanjay didn't say anything really uh, relating to us. I just wanted to point out that 
uh, we know that we know the guy you did the interview with. So that's kind of fun. Um, also, uh, I should have mentioned this during the last match because I don't think we're really going to see America's Most Wanted on the show. But the AMW and Triple X cage match, which is one of the best matches in the history of the promotion, is airing for free all month on the TNA On Demand website. And also, TNA is opening up a ShopTNA.com website. You don't have to just go to NWATNA.com anymore. That's good. So they're showing, like, a voice message of Goldilocks, like, calling Eric Watts. Well, she's saying, like, stop calling me. Suggesting that Eric Watts is, like, harassing her. Right, but I think we know it's not really what's happening. Obviously, it's the other way around. Buddy. That woman has taken away my life. She's taken everything from me. I got nothing left. You think I'm crazy, don't you? You are. You're nuts. I'm not psycho. I'm not crazy. It wasn't me. You deserve everything you got coming to you. Get him. Uh, We're at an hour, 10 minutes, and 52 seconds. Also known as 44 minutes left in the show. You took my pride. You took my trust. This video package is way too long. Like, we get it. Yeah, this is very long. Former director of authority, Eric Watts. She did bankrupt him. Did I not lay out the story last week? There's no water. (laughs) Is that why he hasn't shaved? Actually, you might be right about that. (laughs) Hey, bro, you got some space for me? Wow, Eric Watts has really hit rock bottom, I guess. Yeah, what is going on here? Hey, TNA, thanks for my job back. For the time and the money, because I need it. Wow, this is... <laughs> this so took a turn. They basically just dropped the whole storyline of him like being out of TNA just to bring him back with no... Hey, you, you just got your job back. You were gone for three months, you're good. Yeah, but I don't think that we thought he was permanently gone. Because we discussed that. Like, he's still good. He just lost his power. Is he actually gone? I thought it it was a a loser leaves TNA. The one with Don Callis? Yeah, wasn't it? No, that was power. Like, you lost the power. Right over there. Oh, perfect. No, this way, Eric. Why is Eric going the other the wrong way? way. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Abyss. I didn't think Abyss was going to be out here. Well, uh, you mentioned he was in Triple uh, A, right? Yeah, dude. Abyss is apparently really busy because he also, we'll talk about it next week. He's also going to be working in Puerto Rico this coming weekend. So he's, this dude's nuts. Well, on uh, May 1st, he teamed up with the Headhunters again, as he had done last week. 
And he defeated uh, Granda Hector Garza in Latin Lover, oh. which was literally a rematch. Wait, I see that right here. From the previous week. Oh, did you? Do you have his other match? No, it's just that one. So no, on. dude, I got another one. Oh my god, I'm helping the indie news guys. What is yeah, it? He, he also worked on May second. In a three-way cage match with the AAA version of Laparca and Cybernetico. That's the way better match than the one I just said. I know. That's so weird that that's not there. cage match? What the hell, dude? Oh, Sting. shit. Eric Watts came out the other way. Oh, he's got a baseball. He's Sting. Oh, my God. And, oh, shit. He hit him in the oh, throat. Oh, he ran the face. Oh, God. He did it again. Okay, Watts. Come on. Jesus, dude. Goes to swing. Lex rules, bro. Referee does not care. the guy that stole your girlfriend. Really pissed. Abyss goes to use it, and that is—I'll tell you right now, man—that is a wiffle ball bat if I've ever seen one. That's why he was jabbing in the face. Like is that, that. Is that Andrew Thomas? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. The way that they pick that bat up is a fucking wiffle ball bat if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, Eric Watts doesn't have any in, any indie notes because it's Eric Watts. Who's going to book him? Nobody. But, uh, wow. Whiff about that. Whiff about that right to the face. That probably still hurt. Oh, dude, yeah, that'd still not feel good. Those things, like, slap you. Oh, yeah. Abyss. Oh, atomic drop. Well, he no-sold it because Eric Watts doesn't have balls because Goldilocks took them. Goldilocks took them because she took everything else. This gets knocked out of four. Wow. This is just, I mean, this is just nuts, dude. Watts continuing the chase on the outside. I want to. I want to see Laparca. Why are they not showing Laparca on the show right now? That I mean, that's weird. Like, why? Why would they announce like, oh hey, Laparca's here, but uh, screw you, we're not gonna tell you why or do anything about it. Oh, drops Eric Watts. Hot shots him on the guardrail. Oh, my hand. Well, I know I feel like I'm kind of blown through notes, but I feel like it's sort of, well, I guess it's not really really. You know, I'm going to hold on to this one a little longer. Never mind. Holding on to it. Oh, wait. No, it has Abyss in it. Okay, I'm telling you. Hey, just do it, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay, so TNA has Johnny Fairplay booked on a number of media appearances, including Cold Pizza. I don't know. Why? He ain't fucking on the show anymore. Well, that, okay. So, because they, but they won't use him, right? So right. even though he's on shows, he can't plug seeing him on Wednesday nights. Aside from the fact that he didn't do well, well when on, he may have made a huge tactical mistake when he was running down Dutch Mantel to Abyss, not really realizing that the two were, were tight. Uh, he apparently made the suggestion as well of doing that Bobby Heenan apprentice angle, but it fell uh, you know, to deaf ears, essentially, which we discussed that angle a few weeks back. He was shitting on Dutch Mantel to his, like, best friend. To his friend, fucking Abyss, who, like, goes and works for him in Puerto Rico, and they've known each other right, for years. Right. And, yeah. Oh, fuck oh look at that. Abyss has clotheslined Watts in the corner, and now Watts is in a tree of woe over the ropes on the apron. And oh, he's, now Abyss he's doing low-key kicks. Yeah, what the hell? Awkward-looking low-key kicks. 
Is Abyss going to do a Hurricane Rana? What is happening? I hope he's, not. He's on the apron. What is happening? He's going to do a running head scissors. Ah, shit, he got down. Damn it. Abyss is nuts, but that's only coming. That's only when it comes to like thumbtacks and glass, not head scissors and hurricanes. He knows his limits. Oh, and also, Bob, that I, I just realized that one of my notes is similar to that contract talk we did earlier in the show. Uh, apparently, those are going to be for new contracts, so that's not like in the current contracts that people have signed. But there are two to three people already on that new deal. Hmm. Where they're going to do like the fees and the fifteen percent, right? Forty-five dollars, roughly. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they, he is right that they should be able to charge more if they're on television. Yeah, I mean, I think hopefully that'll help these guys out. But, I mean, I don't know. How many people, how many people that are going to indie shows are watching Impact? Hey. At uh, 3 p.m. Hey. I was. I'm t- I, Bob, I don't know for sure when it happens, but I'm telling you, with before the end of the year, there's at least one episode of Impact that I, I feel like I have an image in my head. I've definitely seen it. Oh, I can tell you, especially early on, there are going to be several times where I can be like, I remember watching this in my buddy's basement and being like, what the fuck just happened? It's going to be crazy. We're getting close, guys. Eric Watts going for a choke slam on Abyss. He's big shirtless. Show. He's the big show. Nobody oh, elbows out. Piss off the ropes. Oh, comes back to a big boot by Eric nice. Watts, former director of Authority. Six six headed to the top. That's Eric Watts on the top rope. Kane, holy shit! Flying clothesline. And Abyss even popped up when he did it to make it look even bigger. That was nice. He's got his wiffle ball bat. I don't know about that. Looks like wood to me. Dallas, the way that it even hit the mat, you can tell that thing's a fucking wiffle ball. Oh my god, Goldilocks, Goldilocks, Goldilocks. Just you gotta grab it. There you go. Look at that. Look at that pat. You can tell it's a wiffle ball bat. Oh, shit. She fell. She's wearing the way, he, the way that he yanked that so easily. Look at that pat, dude. It's such a wiffle ball bat. Oh, does oh, it matter my. now? You oh, got the black hole slam. An interesting note. This is normal Goldilocks again. She's not doing weird shit again. Wait, why is she unbuttoning her shirt? Oh, she's fixing it. Okay. okay. I was like, uh, but she's sexually controlling Abyss. You never I, know what's going to happen. It, was that an interpretation? I think it was. Okay, because I don't think that's real. If you're wondering, that's a note from Dave Meltzer we read a few weeks yeah, back. I don't think that's legit. Who's crazy now? Tough guy. Poor, Damn, poor Eric. Connor, a psycho woman. That's rude. What's this? Dinner on me, Eric. Look. Oh, no, she's, dude. Is she's it? Ted DiBiase. A dollar. Buy yourself a happy meal. She just she did it. Oh. She shoved the money into his mouth. Oh. Um he's he Undertaker. Choke slammer. And that way Abyss doesn't even realize it. So Savior. Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, because you're gonna remember this better than I would, because it's kind of fuzzy to me. But we talked to Goldilocks 
um, about, you, you know, there's the, she, they wanted her to take a bump. Is it during this feud? Is this like the time where they wanted that to happen? Uh, or is it later? I, th- or before? I think it's later. Okay. Because by the sounds of it, she made it seem as if when she kind of said she couldn't or wouldn't do that, that that led that, to her. That kind of led to her release, yeah. Yeah. And I know that she's, she's still, she's with the company for. Yeah, she, we got some time left. Yeah. Abyss. Oh, oh on the whiff of all that. It's steel wood. Solid, solid wood, I mean. Black hole slam. Is he going to do the torture rack sit down move? This guy is clearly, that secure guy is clearly stumbling into a move here. He is just waiting (laughs) to get destroyed. I don't know why you would think that, Bob. Look at him. Oh, my shoulder. I'm going to stumble backwards towards a monster with a mask on. And he's mad. Are we serious? Wait, now he fell down. Wait, now he wants to get up. Is the security guy not aware that he shouldn't be in there? Yeah, okay. Drop down. Okay, get out of there. Did you hear that? That's a whiff of all that. No, I didn't hear it at all. It's a whiff of all that. Oh, he just clotheslined him with a dough, dude. Yeah, but he ain't going to whack Abyss over the back that hard with a fucking wood bat, dude. Yes, he is, dude. Look at it. It's wood. No, no, you know what it is. <laughs> Look at how he's hitting the man. It's a whip above it. It's such a whip above it. I love it. They just painted it black. They put 100%. Oh, shut there. up. Bob, shut oh, up. There's a parka. The chairman. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? What the fuck? A tremendous announcement. I speak in Spanish. La Barca. Oh, mucho gracias. <laughs> ultimate X? Hold on a second. Hold on. Dude, is the Parker going to be an Ultimate X? You're kidding. Yeah, let's do it. In June. Hold on. I hope he's going to translate in a second. He just keeps saying, yeah. Raven just walks in and goes, I'm so glad that you came here to see me win the NWA world title. Oh, he doesn't understand English. Understand this. Oh. Look, oh my God, they brought in Leparka so Raven can beat him. Oh, no. Oh, oh. oh fuck. Well, there goes Ultimate Act. <laughs> Dude, Raven hits his arm with the chair. Nobody cares about Cinco de Mayo. Uh, oh, because it is. Yes, guys. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Yeah, He's going to win the NWA World Championship tonight. Quote the Raven, nevermore. Bob, hold on a second. This was one of the best segments I've ever seen in the Asylum so far. They bring in Chairman LaParka, which, by the way, I believe is the fake LaParka. That's not the real one. Right. Because the real um, one is L.A. Park. Right. And and I believe this one, has he's now passed away, I believe. The fake one hasn't been. Right. So they bring in LaParka, and fucking... He's got the chair, and then Raven just beats him up, and we don't even know why he was really here. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, by his sounds, he was promoting an appearance for the World X Cup, but I'm assuming that that attack means that he will not be there. Bob, I can't even believe that just happened. That's the academy, the TNA academy. Many people have come out of that. No No one's come through that school. That's not true. You've had numerous weeks now to give me one instance of somebody coming from that school, and you have yet. You tell me one. And I can tell by the reflection in your glasses that you might be trying to look it up right now. And you ain't going to find nobody. I'd like to try. Three strike series, man. It does not. Makes no sense. Five months to get back. (laughs) Team AAA. Hector Garza and Mr. Aguila are taking on Petey Williams and Bobby Roode. Next, is that next week? Yeah. Yeah. Michael Shane, Shane Douglas in a corporal punishment match. Wooden paddles in each corner and leather belts. Wooden paddles? Someone's getting their kink fulfilled next week. Well, I I have a feeling that we're going to be seeing Tracy getting spanked. Come on, Monty Brown. Give himself a match. BG James and the alpha male, Monty Brown. I hope Monty Brown wins that. If he loses the BG James, I give up. Unbelievable. Wow. Huge. <gasps> Bob. Next week, an unbelievable huge announcement that will change the face of TNA. Biggest in history. It's time, Bob. It's time. Okay. James Storm is out here. James Storm is going to ruin it. The big announcement, folks, is that next week, it's going to be James Storm against Kid Cash in a singles match. One half of the best tag team. In TNA. And just like these American soldiers that they purposely stuck right behind the announce table. That's why they call me the cowboy James Storm. He throws his hat into the crowd. If you happen to have that hat that James Storm has thrown in the crowd and you have proof of it, send us a DM at Crossline TNA or at TNA Crossline Pod on Facebook. Raven, AJ Styles next. It's not going to be a bad match. I don't think it's possible between the I two. I can't wait for this video package. It's going to be February 2003. The first time they wrestled. Or March, whatever it was. Destiny. Oh, my God. This is like the cover of the DVD they come out with. Look at That's pretty cool. That's a nice illustration. Was Lash LaRue, maybe? Yeah. Oh, dude, I bet you he did. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to beat AJ Styles. I'm going to take my title. I'm going to be the worst the champion worst. you ever saw. That's pretty funny. Uh, well, Bob, while we're getting a long video package, let me give you my final note of the night, which is that AJ Styles interview with Alex Marvez. And now I've been hyping this up as if there's, like, breaking news here, and there's not. <laughs> I'm just done, you know. 
Uh, he said he's very happy with where he was right now and that two years ago he could have never envisioned he'd have gotten this far. Uh, he said there were a lot of things that he felt he could work on, such as his interviews. Uh, and then kind of jumping around a little bit here. Uh, he said that he grew up in a loving family that was very church-oriented, so that they always came first. Quote, it was still really hard to turn it down. Everybody dreams about working for WWE. Luckily for me, NWA TNA came up. I can't say that. I can't say I'm the smartest guy in the world. I think, honestly, the Lord was looking out for me on that one. It was a leap of faith, not to quote the Hardy Boys book, but it was. Uh, and then my final little line there is uh, he said that he didn't understand what was going on with TNA and ROH and that he explained his feelings on it. It was clear that he has no idea. Uh, he said that if TNA allowed him to work Ring of Honor, he'd do it again because he trusts them that Rob Feinstein is gone. Uh, he was asked what his next career goal was, that he'd won the NWA title twice. And he says, quote, paying off my mortgage, uh, he responded. He said that when he finished wrestling, he wanted to do something involving his other love, video games. Which is kind of funny because I believe he, or at least he did, stream on Twitch. So, he mean, he kind of was doing that. Yeah. I love how you were, like, promoted that interview and then right before you're like by the way there's nothing major here it's just i just wanted to save it for his match look at the old picture yeah, they're using don't, a raven you don't uh, look pro- at what look at the old picture of raven with blonde hair look at the old picture of styles from his first title reign yeah with the, literally with the that old is curtain funny. behind him yeah raven's method mind games <clears throat> they do cool like graphics and then they go back to these old ones from like 2002 cost cutting dude Destiny fulfilled or destiny denied? They don't have the time to be like, hey man, can we take a new picture? No. They have the, the they have the moving clips of them already. Like, oh God, he's got the ECW song again. At the beginning, then it changes, doesn't it? Not this week. Last week it didn't either. Yeah, I don't like that. It doesn't even fit the video. I know, dude. It it made it made sense when he was wearing the jean shorts, but now he's back to being skirt wearing Raven, so it should be back to his other theme music. Yeah, and I'm gonna say it again: skirt Raven better than jean shorts. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. It's just the truth. I think you're probably right. The look um, is there. Yeah, go do your indie notes, Bob. I yeah, can't wait to hear what's going on. We're gonna enjoy this main event here. So uh, Raven, he only had he had one thing on May first. He defeated Jimmy Jacobs in a Ravens Rules match for MMWA Rampage TV taping in uh, Michigan. And then AJ Styles, he already had a match with Petey Williams on that same taping that he won. And then on the same taping as well on May 1st, he defeated Jimmy Jacobs in another match. So MMWA, I, I, I don't know what that is, but they use a lot of these guys, I feel like. There's a tag team for that company called The Bump in Uglies. <laughs> okay. That's funny. <clears throat> Joey Legend was uh, in the main event, too, by the way, for the MMWA. A Legend. former TNA awesome. wrestler. Good guy. Unfortunately, former. Yeah, and I don't think he ever comes back. So. I don't believe he does. We got... This is going to get plenty of time. We got... 21 minutes and 
49 seconds left, and we haven't gotten ring introductions yet. Or we're at an hour 33 minutes and 11 seconds. Every time. Or. Bob does understand that if people aren't watching on the VLC player, that you can't click on your fucking TV or something and check how much time is left. Well, then maybe they should fix that. We're free Rudy Charles. And I like VLC media, so fuck you. So do I. It's excellent. Then why are you shaming me about it? I'm just, I want our fans. You know how many people watch along these shows with us, Bob? A lot, okay? They slide I, in my DMs, they tweet at me. Bullshit. I am willing to say that none of them do. I don't believe that. Although, to be fair, a lot of people probably don't have access to these shows. So. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think people, I don't think they've subscribed to Impact Plus to watch it. Hell, we're not subscribed to Impact Plus to watch it. I still got a three free month in the bank. <laughs> well, you know what? You should save it for when there's that massive upload. You're damn right, dude. I'm in a binge explosion. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, if they were like, by the way, we have explosion from the first three years. I'd be like, yo, I'm in. Me and Bob would be starting another podcast where we have to go back and watch every explosion. Here's the thing. And you think we're joking. Um, sorry to break it to you, but we're not. We're not. That would be our Patreon channel. We'd be watching Explosion on Patreon. Damn right. Belt being held up. Jeez, oh, Rudy Charles has got really hairy arms. That's right. Four people are the only ones who have held that title in this company so far. Jeff That's Jarrett, crazy. Ken Shamrock, Ron Killings, and AJ Styles. You just named three. Jeff Jarrett, Ron Killings, Ken Shamrock, AJ Styles. There you go. You, I think you didn't say Jeff Jarrett. My apologies. Well, it's about to be five because tonight's the night. Raven, he's going to realize his destiny. I know that because I reviewed this about eight years ago. Raven wins. He wins with a backslide. A backslide. Yeah. Yeah, I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. He, he chloroforms. I, I need to talk to Raven just to ask him where that line came from and then be like, okay, you knew it wasn't good though, right? I think he knew it wasn't good because he stopped, he has stopped saying it. For now, he he's going to – he'll pull it back out again. He, he, he tried to push that for like months and months and months. Yeah, he definitely tried, but like no. I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming in. Both the Raven. In about another year, or I think it's another year. My dates might be wrong. There's like a, a Raven storyline I like vividly remember happening and like wanting to watch like pay-per-views because of it as a kid. Really? Yeah. I don't I don't think it's necessarily a good storyline, but I remember it because and I only cared about it because like, oh my god, Raven, he's gonna come back. And like like shut like that. Hmm. You know, I think uh, you know what you know why I think maybe the catchphrase didn't work is because it's not easily able to be like a sign, right? You could make like a flip one. I think you hear me knocking. I think I'm coming. Oh, <laughs> dude, no. we what need to you... see. I need to meet Raven and have him sign that on a promo. I think you hear me knocking. <laughs> I think I'm coming in. No, you know what would have to happen is you like you, me, and uh, in Austin, we'd have to go with like three different lines or three different fucking signs. And be like, Whoa. dude, <laughs> I think next... you're I think I'm did I just did we just come up with our signs for rebellion that happened oh, before the show? 
maybe. And no one, no one will get it. Nah, Everyone nobody. be like, "What is that?" Be like, it's Raven, guys. Come on, are you? Aren't you fans? TNA 04, dude. Styles working on that left leg of Raven. Repeated kicks knocks him off his feet. So we haven't really seen Jeff Jarrett tonight, Bob. So well, we uh, saw. A video. Yeah, but you think like he's gonna come out in the arena in this match? No. Really. I don't, I don't think so. I think we're gonna see Jeff Jarrett. I don't. However, think... you know what I don't like is that Jarrett seems to only wrestle when it's a title match, like even when he's not the champion. Styles. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. Right. At least as of recently. Yeah. Well, he's also been champion forever as of recently, but. Let's see. Okay, we're we're delaying. Oh, Raven sweeps him off his seat, pulls him out of the ring, but Styles holds himself. Oh, kick Styles. He goes flying back into that guardrail. There's popcorn all over the floor. There's the cotton candy from winning the Duck Cup. Leave your head spinning around the whole thing. One full rotation. Yeah. That lady looked like she was holding a small child right in the front where the Raven just, like, flew against. Oh, yeah, she is. Literally right where Raven got pushed up against, she's holding a very small child. Yeah, what's wrong with that? He could have fell and got injured. Oh. I think Raven was going for, like, a drop. Oh, Indian Deathlock? Yeah, but Styles... Usually he bends back and grabs the head. You can still do that. Yeah, I know, but he didn't do it yet. See, this is why I hate when they focus an attack on one part of the body, because... Because then that's all they do. That's all they do, and, like, the match becomes so slow. Like, just, just fight. There it is. And then Sal, he's got to do the hump. That's how you know it's locked in when he starts humping. Yeah, he tapper. No, Raven got the rope, so he had to break it. Could we see Sabu? We could see Sabu. I mean, he, Raven did literally walk over him. Slingshot. Well, he we went for a crossbody. Raven stepped away. Raven doing the uh, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah. Uh-huh. The wise veteran moving out of the way. Shoulder first. Right into the railing. That's right. Raven is the kind of person that will capitalize on a mistake like that. So great. So Raven's going to focus on AJ's shoulder. Oh, fuck. Brain of the post. And then AJ's going to focus on his leg. So they're going to be hobbled. I love it. Dude, they're both going to be so freaking groggy right now, dude. Oh, hammerlock and into the post again. Raven against Storm. Raven against Harris. You've been seeing all this. You guys know what's going on. We don't need to tell you what's going on. You've already seen it. You're watching live with the TNA Crossline podcast with your two favorite TNA fans, Bob Collin Jr., Dale Scridley. Don't let me in with you. I'm not a TNA fan. Don't let Bob fool you. He was cheering at Rebellion. For Josh Alexander. I do like Josh Alexander. Well, we did see him win the Impact World title. Uh, it was pretty for great. The, for the sake of the podcast, I really hope that he does because we've uh, referenced that now. I feel like at least five times. Actually, this is a great time to mention that I said that Josh Alexander's wife was not a wrestler, and I found out after saying that like weeks ago that I was wrong. Yeah. And I believe her name was Jade Chung, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I found that out. So my apologies. She was uh, she was in Ring of Honor too. She was uh, with Jimmy Rave. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, she was treated as a step stool. Like a literal like step stool. Yeah, like he would step on her and get in the ring because she oh was God. like their servant. Right. Right. Interesting. I feel like I need to see some of that Jimmy Rave one because I don't think I've really seen anything. Jimmy Rave is his ring of honor stuff is good. Oh my god, look at him working the left arm. Look, he's picking the styles up. I did that to my sister when we were younger, and I swung on her arm over the edge of the crib and I dislocated it. We went to the hospital. My grandmother was pissed. Is that real? That is a true story. Oh my god. Was it because you watched this pay-per-view? It must have been. Had to have been. Chicken wing. Look at that great. Hammerlock crossface chicken wing combo. I never I never injured my sister. Yeah, I don't believe that. I never did. Well, there's still time. Uh, you got you got a fun day ahead of you coming up here, Bob. Yeah, for a wedding. I, you know what? I think on her wedding day, I should just put her like in the crossface chicken wing. I don't see why not. I think that'd be the perfect crime. Hey, congratulations on getting married. I got to put you in the crossface chicken wing now. Yeah, sorry. There's not a choice. Mind you, that was what Raven was just doing. And now he's got a hammerlock and delivering some knees. That's right. And he's wrenching on the arm. But AJ's right by the ropes, and he smartly puts his feet on the ropes. I don't even know if he's aware that he touched the ring ropes with his boots. Dude, big news next week. Holy crap. What could it be? I have Hulk no Hogan. idea. Hulk Hogan has signed. Bound for glory. DNA. Huge Hulk Hogan and AJ Styles for the title, unless Jeff Jarrett regains the belt tonight, because that's right next week. It's going to be Jarrett and AJ. That would be so shitty. It would be. Talk about hot shotting. Clotheslines by AJ. He is just not letting Raven. Another one. Raven's like, what the hell do I got to do? What do I got to do to put away Raven? Oh, he blocked a kick, and he, then he smashed him on the arm. Yeah, I feel like Raven should have been working on AJ's legs, and then AJ work on Raven's arms for like their respective offense. Yeah, that's a really great point. Rock bottom. Well, like I said, that was not rock bottom. That was a side effect. No, it wasn't even a side effect. Yes, it was. No, because he didn't hook his arm. He didn't hook the arm over the head. Oh my god. It was like a sit-out rock bottom. Mm. Mm. Trust me, dude. I've been watching enough Sunday Night Heat 2002 to know when they already did the side effect. You know what? I'll give you credit there. Okay? I will. I appreciate that. Yep, got it. Hurricane Rana? Got it. That's going to be it. One, one, two... No, Raven kicks out. You might you might say an impactful kick out. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Come on, well, AJ. What do you mean, come on, AJ? Didn't you want Raven to win? Yeah, but AJ's got the momentum right now and he's standing up, so I've got to go AJ. Come on, Raven. Come on, AJ. Raven. AJ, Raven, AJ, Raven. Raven, AJ, forearm, another forearm. 
Oh, yanks him down by the arm. That's got to hurt. I wonder if Raven and AJ ever wrestled each other on the indies. I feel like they had to have, right? Because, like, you know, Raven and Punk have done it like a million times, it seems like. I feel like Raven and AJ on the indies would be a draw. See why it wouldn't be. It's a draw in TNA. Right. I get they had to have. Oh. DT. Uh, nope. AJ counters kick. Going for the Styles Clash. And he's telling the crowd, I'm going for it. Which means Raven oh. knows it. And he takes it out with an armbar. Oh, look at that. Ooh, ooh. I hate when they. I mean, I know he's probably not really hurting. But when the shoulder looks like that, it's kind of gross. Oh, he does it again. Drops the elbow on it. Wrenches back. He's going to break it, dude. Just save your career. Because Don West, remember, was like Shane Douglas's career could be over tonight. From we the well, he just tapped technically, not hitting the mat like that. So that should be that should be a wrap. Roll through. No. Come this on, is the third straight week he's been yeah. in a title match. Oh, he's on the rope. I don't think he's ever been closer than he is right now. They're saying about Raven. In order to fulfill his destiny, can he do it? Irish whip. Comes back. Styles kicks him in the face. Styles goes off the ropes. Come back. Drop to a hold. Styles falls out of the ring. Come on, Raven. You got this. You got this, Raven. Going under the ring. Grabbing a steel chair. Let's see. What's he going to do with that? Raven does about two things with a chair. A drop toe hold, and he puts it in the corner. Styles gets rolled into the ring. Raven grabs the chair. Rudy Charles just like, please don't. Raven sets it up. What's he going to do here? Oh, as I believe a Pele kick, camera angle is really tough. Couldn't really tell, but I think it was supposed to be a Pele kick. Either that or like an Insiguri. The desperation move. They're both down. Oh, that's a good point. Don West says the crowd's on their feet, and they pretty much all are. I mean, everyone's standing up. Raven's the first to his feet, even though he's the one who got kicked. So you know the Styles is hurting. Oh, oh, clothesline. Well, more like a splashing. Splash, clothesline, whatever. Oh, what's that? Raven had something, but he dropped it. Is it pills? It's a container of some sort. It's a pill bottle. Why is he opening it? What is he doing? Oh, powder. It's got to be powder. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, he's kicked the powder in his face. Oh. Well, Raven has dropped toe hold uh, fucking Rudy Charles face first into a chair. That's what... <laughs> but you know what? In that. Raven's defense, he was blinded. He was blinded, yeah. He didn't know. So he didn't mean to do that. Because they both got blinded by it. Oh, and Styles. 
does it to Raven now. But but Styles is blinded, so did he mean to do it to Raven, or was he trying to do it to Rudy? That's a good point. Okay, wait, Bob. Referee's down. We're going to get another ref. We're going to get a double pinfall again this week. Damn it. Damn it. Come on, Vince. Send out another ref. You had it last week. Styles goes to the apron. Springboard 450. Raven moves out oh. of the way, though. If that chair was just a little bit more over, he would have just smashed his face on the legs of that chair. I mean, that's a brutal one, too. Like, he went, yeah, he probably legit smashed his face on that chair. <laughs> Everybody oh. else is always like a, a mile away from the chair, and Rudy Charles is face planted in on it. Headshot with the chair by Raven on Styles, but the ref's still down because, you know, he's fucking. Might his face is super red, which makes me feel like he's in a lot of pain. Oh my god. La Parca. Dude, La Parca's gonna look at look at oh my god, Bob. Are you kidding me? Are you shitting me right now? La Parca's dancing. He's strutting down to the ring. <laughs> oh my god. This is the best thing I've ever seen. La Parca's in the ring. Look, he's dancing. Oh. Oh, DDT. Look at look, he's doing it again. <laughs> Well, how come he's not selling the arm? Bob, what is happening? He's got his arm smashed. Wait, is that Vince Russo? <laughs> well, if that was Vince Russo, that'd be great. Oh, my God. This hurts. This is so funny. <laughs> I love this show. Okay, he's Styles. Going for Styles Clash in the middle of the ring. Can he hit it? He got it. One, two... Three, wow, Styles there. retains because of fucking Laparka. Wow. Oh my god. Raven loses yet again. I'm literally crying. I was just laughing so hard at that. There's tears coming down my face. Holy shit, dude. Laparka about to become a top star here in TNA. Look out for that gif on our page this week. LaParka strutting down to the ring. <laughs> Look, he's yelling at Raven. Raven's staring at him. I can't believe the skeleton guy cost me the belt. Me either. What? Why did you do that, dude? What did I do to you? Look, everyone's leaving. They're like, oh, great. LaParka's here. Get out of here. So it looks like we're going to have Raven and LaParka at the World X Cup. Wait a second. He's unmasking. It's what Chris the? Harris. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> Chris, Harris. Chris Harris was just strutting like that? Yeah. <laughs> wow, some of the people in the crowd really love that reveal. They run yeah, into a boot. People are going nuts in the crowd right now for this. Here's James Storm. Where's Sabu? He's always got Raven's back, they say. Yeah. There is pummeling Raven with left hands in the mat. Oh, so shit, there's the, the Naturals. Who is that, the Naturals? Is that Johnny Swinger? Glenn Gilberti? Shouldn't the Naturals be beating up the AMW? I thought they were, like, feuding there. Here's Team NWA, Sonny Siaki. Okay, this is nuts. Vince Russo's out here. Don, Don, get him out of here. Enough, Chris. 
Get him out of here. Look at Styles is dead in the corner. You're no different than Raven, he just tells Chris Harris. It's you that's out of line. Did Chris Harris rob an unconscious Laparka of his gear? <laughs> Came out of the ring. Dude, this you can't do a serious promo in an unmasked Laparka <laughs> outfit. <laughs> Harris wants a title shot. I deserve to be in that cage. You know it. So I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. I want an NWA world title match. When? It is probably like, that's what LaParka looks like? <laughs> he looks like Chris Harris. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I'm a defending champion. All you had to do was ask. What? And Raven's back in the ring, so the brawl ensues. He's the ultimate definition of fighting champion. Oh, the match is for next Wednesday. How does Tanay know that? They didn't say that. I don't know. AJ's fourth title match in four weeks. Another title event next week. Wow. Isn't that crazy? He's had four title defenses in four weeks, and then Jeff Jarrett had four title defenses in about nine months. Yeah, I don't like that they're using a shitty crap version of the logo on that closing screen. But anyways, Bob, what's our runtime? Uh, one hour, 54 minutes, and 55 seconds. Very nice. Uh, okay, so I have a prediction. Yeah. I think Styles is going to like keep defending the title, and then by the time he gets to Jarrett, he's like defended it like seven or eight times. If it's they get... And he's like, yeah... I think that's what they're doing. And then Jeff Jarrett will win. Oh, that might not be, like, the worst idea. I guess then there's at least, like, kind of an excuse of why he won. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a cop-out for it. Um, yeah. So, Bob, what do you think about that show? Uh, I'm going to say... I mean, I didn't hate it. So I guess I'm going to go with a thumbs up. I liked it. I thought it was another like good show. There were some really good matches. Hey, and if we gave thumbs up last week after the some of the mess stuff that we had happen. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've set a precedent, I think. So. Yeah. Um, which, Bob, that makes four in a row. Of course. Run, run a streak. We were on a wicked good streak right now. Really hope. You know what? If we can get all the way till that potential... June date coming up, maybe in a month. Can we get all the way there? And then we're going to have to figure out, do we think other shows are good too? I don't know. I can't wait to find out though, Bob. Uh, but yeah, we got a we got a pretty decent card looking for uh, next week, Bob. We have Chris Harris and AJ Styles. We have some members of Team AAA against Team Canada. And they, oh, probably Sanjay Dutt and Amazing Brad are continuing there. Triple strike challenge, or whatever they're calling it. The three, the three strike challenge. Three strike. No, you'd only get two, two strikes. Right. Uh, the, Monty way Brown, it, the way it would be a best or a three strike thing is if it was a best of five. Right. Because you get three, but they're only doing best of 
They're right. doing a best of three. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monty Brown and BG James are facing off next week as well. We have the Corporal Punishment match between Michael Shane and Shane Douglas, where there will be leather belts and wooden paddles in all the corners. Right. I feel like I, I might need to wear loose pants that day because things are going to get a little frisky in that match. Uh, hey, Bob, we marked the show that it's not for kids and it's explicit. We can talk however we want. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you know what? You got to give TNA credit for uh, consistently having a variety of matches that are at least intriguing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty fair point, to be honest. They at least try to, that's the thing, and we're going to see it kind of moving forward. They don't, like, shy away from trying stuff. Like, will this be our last Corporal Punishment match? Uh, I probably fucking bet it will be. But they're trying it out. I'm I'm sure that, uh, you know, when they get on TV here, that the uh, ex- you know, experiments will be probably no longer. You think we're going to kind of be slowing down on that? Yeah, I think it's going to be... I feel like it's going to be much more toned down and, like, basic. I think it will be for a little bit, but I have a feeling we aren't going to be that slow. I think they they got to, like, get their way in. They got to make sure that they're pleasing yeah. the network. And then after that, wipe the hands, baby. Yeah. You You want to do fucking weird shit again? Uh, I mean, did you see those ratings? 4,000 people watched our TV oh show God. this week. So this week we're going to do a barbed wire first blood thumbtacks on the ground. Well, okay. So this and Sonny Siaki. Oh my God. Well, that's the thing though. I mean, we're even going to be trying new shit by like November. I mean, let's just be real. We don't have to talk about what it is, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So uh, things are going to happen. Um, but um, it's interesting uh, nonetheless, but, I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to next week, as always. And I'm sure you guys are at home as well. And I know Bob yeah. is. Bob always is. No, oh, I mean, I am. I mean, we've we've gotten through our fair, our fair share of uh, rough patches, but I think we're finally getting into the era of uh, TNA where the consistency of their product tends to be better than probably a lot of people would remember or even know about. So that would be a lot of fun. But, uh, Dallas, do you have anything else? Because next week, Chris Harris is finally going to get a shot at the NWA World's Championship. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, I don't, man. I think that uh, wraps up for me. And uh, I can't wait for next week, as always. And you know what? Dare I say it? I can't freaking wait for the World X Cup, man. I, like, I'm ready for that, too. So got to well, look, look ahead here. So Yeah, the, the format change for that, I think. Is, uh, has worked wonders already just for anticipation for it. Right. Uh, all right. We got a lot to look forward to, but in order for us to get there, we have to end this one. So until next week, for Dallas Grizzly, I am Bob Collins Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast. <laughs>